Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Demo Talks. It's Alex. I got my co-host Layton. I got Chavo and Julian from Concha Kings. And let's get this shit fucking started, man. So it's been about almost a year. Just since, about? Yeah. Since we've done the last podcast. That was with Cinco High. Now it's Concha Kings. So how do you feel about the transition from Cinco High to Concha Kings? Um, I feel like it's a great change. The vision is clear, and we're only looking for the better. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's good. But um, so as of right now, the high school season began. There's a lot of high schools that are doing amazing, and surprisingly, there's some high schools that are not so good that are actually doing good now. So what is the most surprising high school team that's, that's out there right now so far? That I have taken note, probably Berkeley Prep. Berkeley Prep, over the years, even when I played, like, of course, they're a bougie school, but, like, they never, I don't even know if they made it just past districts. But this year, they've been popping off. I've got some good players I've seen um, that I met during the tournaments at Cinco over the summer, and overall, I went to their game. Their playing style is pretty good to see them take it pretty far. Strawberry Crest is surprisingly doing good this year as well. 4-0 right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, the captains have kind of taken over that team. Jackson, yeah. Henson, Andrew yeah. Contreras. Um, and we kind of see them leading the game out of the midfield. And that's what you typically see on the mm-hmm. field is the midfielders running the, running the game. But, I mean, I've been pretty impressed with how they did it because when we were seniors, they were just little guys. They weren't talking yeah. much on the field. And so – they kind of taken the reins over from us like since we've left and I haven't been to a game yet, but even in practice I could tell how much of an impact they have yeah. on the under players. No, exactly. No, I feel um so I feel last season we could have done so much better, but I feel that us seniors, we were so focused on repeating what we did our junior year. Because my junior year, um, we were fucking destroying every school. We were eight and three. Our no, junior I, year. No, nine and three. It was nine and three. Nine and three. Nine and three. Yeah. We were destroying every school. We were doing good, and we were confident. So the following year, our senior year, we were like, "Oh, we gotta repeat what we did." So I feel like we did. We put too much pressure on them, and I felt like that made the the sophomores and freshmen a little nervous to play and become let them play how they like to play. So I feel that that's what messed it up. But this year, I can see how Andrew and Jackson shout out them that they're changing the whole way of them playing and making it a lot, much, much more better than from last year. That's a whole trend in high school soccer. I feel like maybe you guys can come and attest to this, but I feel like it's more kickball than it is like actual tactics and stuff. And you and I have played college soccer, and we've seen the difference in level between high school and college. And we obviously see the tactical differences that some teams bring to the table. I don't know what your best team was that you guys played this year, but we played Kaiser University. And those guys, the coaching was unbelievable. Every single player had their task, and they knew how to execute it perfectly. And I feel like with coaches in high school, just the level difference between the coaches in high school and college, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, the coaches in high school will tell you, go play your position, and if you don't do good, I'm taking you out. But they, like, they don't really know what to look for themselves. So, like, have you ever given thought to coaching in high school since you're so, like, acquainted with the Central High School page? Or, or not Central High, sorry, Contra Kings. Yeah, yeah. It used to be Central High, but I mean... Well, I have been reached out to Coach Blake High School. That's my old high school. And as much as I would love to, I actually have an idea, aside from coaching Blake High School, to make a little, I don't want to say show, but make a little interesting TV production out of it. 
they have a good TV production program there. And to implement it with the soccer team, it's like a kind of like a Ted Lasso series. Yeah, it'd be really cool. I actually remember when I was in my junior and Chava just graduated, he actually wanted to coach at Blake High School. Yeah. But they said he was too young. Yeah. So what we did was we got our friend Coca, and he became the coach, well, assistant coach, because he was too young, too. Yeah. And then I remember one game, I pulled up to co- the play, I mean, to just say what's up to Coca, and he was like, hey, bro, can you play with us? I was like, I mean, I guess, bro. And we lost 7-0, but I balled out. Were you in high school at the time? Or yeah, I was a junior, and right. Chava just graduated, and then Omar, he was a so, senior. You guys all went to Blake High School? No, nah, I went to Brandon. The reason they asked oh. me to play was, like, they just said, hey, yo, your name's Andrew. Put on this jersey and just play. I was like, all right. Brandon Loki has had some talent come out of it. Uh, bro, our senior year, we went undefeated. His senior year was probably the last time they were even good. Didn't y'all yeah. lose the district final? PK? We lost the district final because... I, I watched that game. I was there. Um, Julian. Yeah. Julian, bro. That guy was just Wait, crazy. me or the tall no, one? No, no, the tall one, bro. Yeah. The tall bro. Tall one, and I, I forget y'all both <laughs> name is Julian. I was like, nah, Julian, bro, you put um, I played uh, I played club soccer with Julian. He was the age above me, but I would guest play with him every now and then. And yeah, bro, man's is a baller. Oh man, he's a baller, bro. He plays at Weber right now, right? I'm not sure uh, no, if it's Weber. I think, he dr- I think he dropped out. Really? Yeah, I, I think he dropped out. He, um, I don't want to put his business out there, but... Yeah, I think he did. Either way, bro, he manages a baller. Yeah, man's yeah. a baller, bro. But Certified hood legend. Yeah. But Brandon High School, we have a bunch of the Cinco like legends that went to Brandon High School. We have Shout Big out Michael Mike. Miller. Yeah, Michael Miller. Yeah. We got Gio. He was a freshman my senior. He was like the only freshman that started. Yeah. And then after we left, they lost like all their games the the year after I left. Yeah. And then he was like, nah, I got to get to a school that's better. So that's he went to game. Bloomingdale. That's the game we beat them 11-0. Yeah, 10, yeah. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the year prior, y'all beat us, I think, like, 3-1. Yeah, 3-1. The year prior, it was, it was, a good, it was fucking cold. It was game. our sophomore year. Oh, bro, I remember that game. Y'all had um, Callum? Callum, Callum no, and his dad? That was the year before. Oh, okay, before, okay. Yeah. No, I remember that game because someone scored a banger volley from, like, almost, like, half field. That was Julian. Yeah, that was no. me, bro. That was you? Yeah. No, for real? Wait, was it actually? It was me, bro. Yeah, that shit was... It, was, it wasn't from half. It was, like, right outside the box. I think I got the video. I'll show y'all later. But yeah. it was... Uh, I remember because I got the ball on the right, and then it was, like, in midair, so I just hit it, and it went top bins. Yeah, I remember I seen it. I was, like, my fucking jaw dropped. I was, like, holy <laughs> shit. That shit was nasty as fuck. Bro, I got the video from the, from the crowd, and then, like, the coach's head were just, like, oh, bro, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, good yeah, game, good that game. Julian, that Julian, the other Julian, the ponytail Julian. Yeah. Um, when we played them, he hit like a 40-yard shot outside the box, bottom left corner. Like his senior year or the his year? Senior, of, his yeah. Senior year. And then, um, I don't know if you know Paul, the center back that was on. Paul there. Watson? Yeah. Bro, Paul Watson's a baller, bro. Paul Watson hit like a 50-yard free kick. Bro, bangers all day from that man. Like, I remember in the freshman, sophomore, and junior, he would always play on the wing because he was fast. But he wasn't very confident. And then something happened over the summer between junior and senior year, and he was like, I want to play CDM. And that boy just balled out, bro. That's something we see more <coughs> in college soccer is, like, some players, like, they'll be good and play for their high school teams, and they'll play everywhere. But in college soccer, that's really where you have to have your own refined position and be confident in that position. And so yeah. um, that's been a struggle for me specifically this season because in high school I played left back, I played right mid, I played striker. And even for club, I would I would play all over the field. And now getting into college soccer, they've 
kind of, they anchored me in left wing, and I was a starting left wing for the first half of the season, and I didn't impress, to be honest, and so I got dropped to the substitutes, and I got slotted in a defense, striker, left wing, right wing, whatever they needed me, but I mean, that's been a struggle for me because I didn't have my own personal identity through positions. So have you guys ever struggled with anything like that? Maybe through not really having your own like position style or something? I mean, throughout high school, I've always been an attacker. I mean, throughout my life, I've always been an attacker. But uh, in club, I remember I used to play club. Sometimes they put me at left back. Sometimes they put me at striker. Sometimes they put me at center mid and cam and whatnot. But the thing is that, if you really want to start and you want to be that key player, you have to be confident in what you know. You have to be the best yeah. at what you know. So if you're good at one position and you ball out in that position, the coach has no reason to take you from that position. Facts, I agree. Um, I tore my ACL back in my club years, and <laughs> that impacted me to have low confidence. And before then, I thought I was balling myself, but coming back into the field with that hard injury 13 months out the field, it's just hard, like you just get scared to go to those tackles and you lost everything you learned and you're just not confident. So definitely for sure, trying out different positions, like what can I do best and you know, always thinking better for the team. But I'm not gonna lie, playing at Cinco overall, like about the thing about Cinco, playing that type of soccer, it's fast paced, skillful, you, learn, you can learn a lot from it. But what's the beauty of it is that you can have a lot of fun yeah, all the time. And playing Cinco all the time, having fun when I came back to the big fields, like now, I mean, I play at Trinity College and like no offense to my team, but like, I mean, you can get a lot of minutes. And but like now coming back playing on the big field, I'm like, bro, I just want to play. Like playing Cinco all these years, I just have fun. I don't, like, bro, I'm here for the vibes. I kept, I always said that like every game, I'm here vibing. So when I got on the field, I just vibed and I did my thing. That's, that's where the confidence came back. Yeah, so. There's definitely some positives to take away from Centro. Um, I played Premier A, and the season before I came into college was the summer. And Premier A Centro is unlike tough, anything bro. I've yeah. ever experienced. It was the competition level. High intensity. Was the craziest thing that I've probably been a part of, including college soccer. Yeah. Like, it was nuts how stuck in those guys get and how intense every single game is you're fighting for points. Because you so, got to think, bro, like, these guys, like, although they are old, they play Cinco, like, every week. So they're just in and out, in and out. And then they accustomed to five aside. So they might not be good at big aside anymore. I mean, yeah. big field anymore. But five aside, they got it on lockdown. So that's it's high intensity over there. I seen that. Um, I seen that. Uh, I was looking through one of the pages, and I forgot the, the kids' names. But I didn't know that in Cinco, like five U side, you can make your own team, and people actually sign people on five U side. Yeah, yeah it's probably Cinco. best league. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it was that. It was like a couple of young kids from like different high schools, yeah. and I was like, oh shit! Like I didn't even know people do that, and I was like low key just like kind of stalking their page, and like from what I'm seeing and what the videos they post. Like these kids are ballers, like the way yeah, they for move. Sure. And I think I think that's one thing about Cinco is that um the kids that do play example for Gio, his footwork bro and the way he moves the ball and just dribbles is amazing. That's and the reason why bro. I've noticed that is that um last year when you opened up Cinco for high, uh, high school teams when he played with us, I can see how he's moving the ball really well. And then then I put it to my head when we versed Bloomingdale last season and that kid bro just moves the ball so well and dribbles so well because Cinco just makes just you have to think faster move faster pass right. the ball faster yeah agreed bro Gio is a product from Cinco yeah he's played playing at Cinco since like the fifth grade yeah. Yeah. and to see how he has developed as a player now 
Like, yeah, all the he's so confident on the big field. Like, he came to the Sportsbooks last night, and he doesn't. That's not his field. He played that Cinco, but he played like he ran. He's been playing there yeah, for yeah. years. It's just yeah. your confidence at Cinco. Like, once you get comfortable on the ball, like with a futsal ball, um, I'm, I'd be the first to say five aside is completely different from eleven aside. It's oh, a yeah. whole different skill set that you need. It's a whole different game, whole different movement. Yes. Um, it's a lot like farther than what you would think than from eleven aside. But I mean, and you got to be conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. Five aside, you probably have to be a lot more conditioned. Than you do uh, I I disagree with that. Nah, bro. bro. You got to run up and down nah. when you playing eleven I, aside, bro. I know that. Five aside, bro. People at yeah. Cinco, they they smoke cigarettes, they drink beer, bro. They're not fit at all, yet they move fairly well. Yeah. I, I mean, what I was saying is that. There's always something going on. You always got to be moving on five. Oh seven. yeah, most yeah. definitely. Side, most definitely. Side, there's throw-ins. There's stuff like where you can like have a walk. But yeah, like, that's why they got side, the quick subs. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I say that because the last time I went to Cinco was with him, and we did a King of the Cancha. And bro, I was gassed, bro. And I'm like, damn, why the fuck am I getting gassed so fast? Like, I'm so like on the big fields. I play the adult league every Saturday, and I play left back and right back, and I'm always up and down the field. But I can do that. Like, I don't feel tired. I feel good. And I play full game. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's easy. So I'm like, okay, let me just go with them. Nah, bro. I was it's like gas, bro. bro. And the thing is that I'm so used to just having so much time and space and moving the ball, like pinging it. And yeah. when I went to play with them, bro, I was like, it's I'm fast, like, bro. fast, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like. <laughs> like the snap. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't keep up. Even with the old heads, bro, I'm like, dude, like, these guys are just built different. Like I have to like. You got to move, bro. You yeah. probably got like, if you're not in the back, like say you're playing out and you got time in the back, but if you're up top or somewhere in the middle, you got about like three seconds, five seconds yeah, to move something with the ball. That's what he told me after, after, after we were done playing after the whole night, he was saying that like how you just can't, you can't mark from a distance. You have to mark like, man to man. on a it's man to man. man. And it's I basketball, bro. And, yeah, I basically. and I didn't know that. So I'm thinking I just give him my distance. And when I did that, I got beat every single time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And then I realized, then he told me that you have to man, be mark man on man. It's and then the difference, bro. When he yeah. did that, I kind of put that into my in my game now when I play the adult league. And it works so well for me sometimes. Every now and then. Except when I go up against like a star player, a solid right. peanut. Peanut from Plant City High School. Yeah, bro, that man just does me dirty. That's, a, that's another thing with, like, how levels go. Because in high school and then club and then the college and then pro level, each level that you go, it's faster pace. Right. So college is much faster than high school. Pro is much faster than college. And if you want to play at that level, you got to play fast, like, quick, quick, quick. Like, although you see on the big screen they look like they have time, it's really it's way more fast paced when you're right. in the game. Another thing is um, in the college level, like, Often you don't have time, bro. Like yeah. teams are deploying pressing tactics against you, and they they have a conf- confrontation line. They play high line, low line, mid block. Um, so it's just depending on what coach you have and stuff is depending on like what type of pressing system yeah. you play against. But in high school, like it's just people running all over the place. And yeah, the level, true. I feel like the level between high school and college is like this. Level between college and like professional is like this, bro. Oh, yeah. And it's just like each time you step up, you have a bigger mountain climb like to the next level. But bro, D, have you guys seen like some of these D one clips? Yeah, they um, they're like ballers, bro. Like yeah. some of them are pro ready. Yeah. No, what's it called? We used to I used to go to Castle. Um, you know what Castle is, right? North Carolina. North Carolina tournament. North Carolina. Oh, okay. We used to go there for my club team, and we would always get tickets to go watch the. Um, it would always be the. The national championships, national semifinals, national, and we would go, and bro, like we would, I who was it? Who went to the final that year? It was um, 
it was a team from Georgia and, and North Carolina, and I think the North Carolina team won the national championship. But we went, it went to PKs. I know that, and we went to go watch that game, bro. And just like the, it was just crazy, like the intensity and how fast they move and how and how they play. It's They're like, technically yeah, sound, bro. Yeah. Not, yeah. There's they, not a lot of people it, trying to yeah. dribble, bro. And the thing is that. No offense to the MLS, but it looks way better than the MLS at times because I feel the MLS is just like it's just too too many old people, too many old heads, too many people well, from Europe that come back. And I yeah, just, I mean the new generation, you got to think soccer wasn't when, yeah. when we were growing up, bro. Soccer wasn't big. Nah, yeah. Now, right now, the kids yeah. that are growing up right now, it's so great for them yeah. because it's getting more into the culture, right. more academies, more more MLS Next just started. Yeah. Like a lot of shits going on. And so. The thing that I want, bro, is that I feel the MLS should start doing relegations. Facts, they need yeah. to make they need to make some type of new league or even uh, what's the other league? The USL. U- USL. Yeah, yeah, USL. They need to make the USL like a top league for when teams get relegated, they go down there and True. they go up. And that's that's how I feel that the MLS will be more taken more serious. Like when you look at Liga MX, everyone takes Liga MX way more serious than the MLS because MLS is kind of like. The way the way their whole thing works is like how the fucking NFL works. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, oh, yeah. Western Conference. And it just it makes no sense. Like it's weird, bro. Yeah, you don't. They they Americanized it, bro. Yeah, they Americanized it, which I every sport here is American. I agree with you said though, like with the leagues of the USL, like because if that was the case, Rowdies would be in the MLS right now. Yeah, because yeah. they won it like how many? Like two times back to back or three times? Have they gone to the final back to back? No, they, they have it. an overall great team. They've won it. Yeah, no, they won it before, but this year they lost in the finals. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the USL, I came from a USL Academy League tournament this past weekend, where uh, TBU Tampa Bay United won it. And oh, yeah, I seen that. It was against the likes. So they played against Queensboro, a team from New York, and there were the teams from Houston, Cali, North Carolina, all pro prospects playing in this tournament, and for TBU to win it and to know personally some of these players. It just shows the the productivity that Tampa soccer is producing from yeah. the Tampa Bay Rowdies to the club levels to the players individuals. So to have that opportunity to go pro, I agree 100%. To have that re- uh, relegation delegation Bro, um, should happen. I grew up with this one kid. He plays for uh, the Rowdies and or no Tampa Bay United and uh, MLS Next. And I grew up with him. His name is Isaiah. I don't know if y'all know him. He I don't know his last name, but I grew up with him because his dad coached me when I was little. Yeah. But the thing I'm getting to is that do you think MLS next to let kids play high school soccer or they're not allowed to, yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not allowed, allowed to. to. Yeah. Um uh what's it called? I think that's smart. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah I think I, because I like don't they sign a contract? Or something high like that? high school, yeah. like some some kids just play high school just to play. Yeah. Like and some kids play it to win. But the thing is that the level if you it's basically academy versus school. Yeah. yeah, it's better yeah, to play yeah. in an academy and like because they practice day in day out and they play like high intensity games versus people on their level and sometimes people above their level. Yeah, and then it's just I think it's better that way. The thing is that I don't think that UPSL gets its respect, bro. Like we see it, we see it as like a C tier lead. We see MLS, USL, UPSL, and we have all the rest of the leads under that. But UPSL's level is way more impressive than what you would think like yeah, going no, out to it good. Like, so watching an MLS game compared compared to Europe you'd obviously see the difference but honestly between a USL and a UPSL game there's like I mean watching them side by side there's really not that much of a difference in the technicality obviously the players are going to make less mistakes and stuff like that but I'm saying like 
UPSL, a bunch of college kids play UPSL in the offseason. And high school kids. Yeah, Florida College on the offseason, we have at least three-quarters of our team going and playing for their UPSL teams. So, Bro, I was living in Miami, and I just moved back, but I was living in Miami, and, bro, the UPSL was big over there. They had, like, and it wasn't just, like, there was some old heads, but it was mostly kids, bro. It was mostly, like, 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds, sometimes 17-year-olds, 20-year-olds, and they were just... they're raw, bro. They're raw, bro. It's a good... Like, in Miami, it's a good talent out there. Yeah. yeah shout out Florida Premier. Um, they also have a UPSL team besides being a, one of the biggest clubs in Florida. But half the roster is all high schoolers and college kids. I know they had a game yeah, yeah. yesterday. You had the likes of Santi Constanada, Dominic Fanko was out there. Adam Naeem, right? Yeah, Adam, bro. Adam, he's a high schooler from Mitchell. Like, bro, what a baller, bro. I've never seen him play in real life, but I've heard things that he's nah, unbelievable. He's a baller, bro. I've never seen Santi as well, but Tate Johnson is unbelievable as well. Bro, he plays yeah. for bro Tate is fire, bro. This is, that boy left back, he's so composed. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like, he gets the ball, he just knows what to do. Even at Synchro, bro, like, that man, the thing at Synchro, you can really tell a good player from a not-so-good player because even with the high pace of Synchro, they make it look slow, bro. Facts. And Tate Johnson is one of the players that'll take his touch, next touch he's out, bro. Yeah. Bro, he the thing everything looks slower just because he's so composed. The thing about Tate Johnson, the team, um, this last the last tournament I had, the all boys tournament at Cinco Tampa, I was left in shock with no words because that team, in particular TBU, they only had five players, and that had to be the first team in a tournament that I've had that you only had five player no subs, Correct. and it was Diego Luna's um. Nick Scoobies, Tate Johnson, Jeffrey White, and Asher Jones. Yeah. And, bro, I'm like, yeah, you'll probably make it out of your group. But, like, bro, this is a tournament. You guys are going to get tired. There's no way you can make it all the way. Bro, nah, bro. The like, talent, bro. That's, it's the, it's unbe- unbelievable. Like, the talent they have at Cinco, you're, you're right. They make it. The game so simple, so slow. And they want, they want it. They won the, the tournament. And that, yeah, was, did win, yeah. that was the best tournament by far, uh, far from organization, talent, um, skill wise and just Cinco vibes. Cinco TV was, <laughs> was fire, and like overall, the vibes was spectacular that day. I like the first tournament because I won it, but I mean, like, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no. But hey, I just want to say tournament coming up, bro. You better hop in it. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. we're working on it. But like, I just want to say congratulations to you guys. What you've done is like truly spectacular, bro. Like beforehand, high school soccer wasn't connected at all, and so like you would know like a couple players through club and stuff like that. Yeah. But honestly, you guys have tied the whole community of Tampa together. Yeah. I know players from other teams. I know, like, I've seen pages from, like, every high school just pop up on my, like, play, people you might know page on Instagram. Yeah, you feed, you feed so it's just, it's crazy, bro. How, I was, like, how I was, much more connected the community is through Contra Camps. That's yeah. so fast, bro. I was talking to Chavo, like, back in August after the tournament. And then I was like, bro, I wish we had this when we were in high school. But... Someone had to do it. It had to be Chavo, bro. Because yeah. he, he's the man with the idea, and he did, he did it. He executed it. And look at it now, bro. It's growing. It's just going to keep getting better. It's no. crazy how much it's grown in a year, bro. Yeah. I can only yeah. imagine no, exactly. that's a couple. No, I'm just glad that it happened during our senior year. Even though yeah. we weren't as good, but it just I feel like it made every game more hype. Than every it single be. game. For example, right. um, Sickles. Sickles, bro. Sickles, bro. Sickles was a crazy. Even though I got scored on the last minute, bro. Other than that, bro, I feel like that game had so much hype to it. Yeah. And it was such a good game. But now, nah, bro, like like I said, when I did the podcast with y'all last year, I kind of I kind of knew this was going to go the way it is. And it's just going to even get higher and better and better. And, like, congratulations, bro. Nah, I appreciate it, man. All glory to God for the success right. of the past, present, and what the future has in hold, like, 
we're just working hard and it's all for you guys you know it's all yeah. for the players for the community for the culture because the five aside has its own culture we see it at Cinco all the time Cinco soccer i grew up playing there working there and besides from just going there to play bro i have made my best friends there i've learned life lessons there it's the culture it's a family so to pr provide that in the platform for everyone to connect it's amazing to see because aside from having fun with the platform implementing five-a-side soccer helps grow the player yeah so yeah, it's yeah. a help and having fun at the same time so it's the beauty of it the time and effort that you guys put into it is definitely appreciated from all the high school kids from coming from us being high school kids only experiencing it when it had like 300 400 500 followers the yeah. way it is now at 13 1400 it's oh, that's just crazy, bro. it's nuts it's crazy no nah, um even even though i still graduated um my little brother out there plays for shawry crest and i'm still well connected with them because i'm running the page um i had a guy come out there the hype video I yeah, yeah, yeah I the guy did that and i feel like that i'm just trying to put the school my school on the map because i feel that they're doing well yeah no one i did not expect them to do this well so far four and oh i mean they beat Durant, which is a rival team, yeah, and crazy. That that just to so when they beat Durant the first game, I kind of knew I'm like, okay, something's they, here. Yeah, there's something's here. Something's here. Then they played Sickles. We went up two zero against Sickles, and then they had two. Um, Sickles got two penalties, which the first one was eh. The second one, I don't know what the fuck our goalkeeper was doing. He just came out to slide tackle the hell out of him. <laughs> Little so they, super keeper. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah they slide it two. They made it two two and. For them to have the confidence to bring that score back up to make it, to win the game three two, because a lot of times when you're leading two zero and they come back on you, it's, so it's the biggest like, lie, yeah, bro. The biggest lie in yeah, soccer. Your confidence just goes down, bro. Like you're just like you felt like you lost the game already, and then usually either you end up at the tire, or you lose the game. But no, these kids at halftime they just they gathered up like, look, we're the better team, and they picked up their slack and they scored and. Now they're winning. Now they're four and zero. Oh, and yes, sir. Nah, bro. I feel like Strawberry Crest is gonna do good this year. Um, they got a couple hard games coming up. Um, I'm excited for Middleton. Middleton was kind of tough. Middleton last year was one of the most surprising games that I played in one of my whole soccer career. Like my whole soccer career, to be honest. With you. Don't sleep on Middleton though. Are they good this year? Are they good now, bro? Because I remember well, my brother used to play there. They were they were buns. I don't know. Well, that's that's kind of why it was surprising because we <laughs> came into the game like, oh, it's Middleton, bro. Easy easy. Easy dub, right? Easy eight zero, and so. We came into it and it was one zero. They were beating us the whole game, and Jeez. we had we just had like twenty shots, bro. Yeah. And so these kids on Middleton last year just like fought their hardest to like beat us because we were coming out uh, two and one, I think. And mm. so um, we were talking about that smack on Cinco High. Yeah. Like, oh, this is easy. And so um, in the last minute of the game, um, I actually assisted Jackson Henson for. A goal, and that's what tied it. But the game finished tied, and so like that kind of is what tells you even a team like Middleton or somebody like on the lower half that isn't expected to do much can always put forth like a surprising effort. We've yeah, seen the World Cup with Saudi Arabia beating yeah. Argentina two zero. We've are. seen it with Japan beating Germany two one. It's just nuts, like how quick a game of soccer can. Bro, like what a World Cup so far! What a yeah, World Cup. I'm loving it. Did you guys watch the game Mexico versus uh, Argentina yesterday? Oh, España. Uh, yeah, bro, I was so pissed yesterday, bro. I love, uh. I love Messi. Messi. Messi's my favorite player, bro. I, I dick ride Messi. I'm not gonna lie, but I love Messi, bro. But when he scored against us, oh, I fucking great hate goal him. though, bro. I, great, goal, great, great goal. Great goal. I hated him for that, but to be honest, how I seen it is like, as players and even me, 
You cannot give Messi space, bro. Never. Nah. You cannot. Anybody you left him alone, bro. You left him alone. Man. Here's the thing, though, bro. You got you to gotta see how he plays. He used to run a lot. Now he's just walking on the field. He's looking for the space. Analyzing. And, bro, when he finds it, there's nothing, nothing really he can do yeah. about it. So he got it, Di Maria, from the right. Put it in the middle. One touch. Bang. The thing is that you don't, they don't pay. Like, when he's walking, some people don't even know where he's at at times. Yeah. Like, I was on the team. like, bro, where's Messi? And I'm like, oh, he's right there. <laughs> and the thing with him is that he'll pass the ball. And people would think he'll start running, but he'll kind of just walk just, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll let everyone's attentions go this way. And then out of nowhere, he'll get the ball and just shoot and score. And then they're like, yo, who was marking him? That's like, a player that I've, like, started to look at a lot more closely because, obviously, we've grown up watching Messi and Ronaldo and that rivalry and what they've done for the game. Yeah. And so the conversation is always going to go on who's the GOAT, Messi yeah. and Ronaldo, at least for our generation. And so one thing that I see that Messi does differently from Ronaldo is the man like analyzes the game? He sees it as a chessboard, bro. Yeah. yeah. And so he's one of the players that, um, first five minutes, like even our coaches addressing this first five minutes, he like sees the formation, sees what type of press they're employing, the holes, the, the weaknesses that he can like get into. And even like in his youth, he would come in to the defensive line, pick up the ball, switch, and then make a direct run. So, I mean, it's just. The way that I feel like most soccer players see the game is they're focusing on themselves and what they can do better and what passes they can make. Messi sees the whole field, bro. Yeah. He sees exactly what weaknesses Mm -hmm. the other team has, and that's what he focuses on. He doesn't focus on more what he's doing because it's just natural, bro. Messi's a natural talent. You got to think about it, though. Soccer really is just a chess game. If you you move here, that means the defense has to move here. If the ball's here, that means the defense has to shift one way. So if you do something extra, you're going to put them out of space. And then, yeah. you know, whatever you do decides what they do. Example for Saudi Arabia and Argentina, it's a tactical game. Saudi Arabia was playing the um, the high line, the offside trap. Yeah. And Argentina kept falling for that. So the thing with that is that, like y'all said, it's a chess game. And that's how Saudi Arabia, I feel that's how they beat Argentina. Even though... Yeah. I don't even know who the, any of their players are, uh, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know any. I don't all know any of the players. Scored a banger though. Yeah. All Saudi League. Uh, yeah. Second goal. Yeah. It's a banger. Yeah. They're all bangers. But the thing is that they just they didn't outplay Argentina, but they just outdonked them. Sometimes, sometimes you get outcoached as well. That's like that's the thing that you can't really tell like when you're watching from this perspective, but it's certainly apparent in the field, bro. Like when you're playing and you see like the tactics of what players are coming on and off and what yeah. play style they can offer. That's like. More of what college soccer has given me. I can I see soccer completely differently than I did in high school or for club. I see like the shifts. I see the substitutions that they're making. I see like what gaps are opening up when rotations happen. And so that's kind of something that our coaches tried to key in on was tactics this year and how we can exploit the opposition based off their tactics. Yeah. And so. Um, for certain games, we would change our formation. We didn't have a set formation this year. We would play five at the back. For oh, you got a little Pep Guardiola as a coach, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, our head coach got fired, but our assistant coach is great. Oh, GG. Another thing, too, um, regarding to Saudi Arabia and college soccer, speaking on half of Trinity College, my soccer team is the passion you put in playing passion, the game. Yeah. Um, the, we won one game this season, and it's the first game that Trinity College has won in a college soccer level in the past four years. Nuts. It was our last home game, senior night, we, against Florida Central Tech. And on paper, Florida Central Tech was going to beat us. But, like, bro, just that week prior, bro, like, I, at least I kept the positive, like, bro, we're going to win this Friday. I kept saying it every day. I said it, like, 20 times a day. 
Because, like, bro, there's no way that we're not going out without a fight. Mentality is big, bro. It's Mentality huge, bro. bro it, I think it's, like, 60% of the game. The rest is skills and fitness. Yeah. 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 Bro, in that game that we won against Florida Central Tech, like, first half, like, nah, it was 0-0. We, we were playing great. Amazing, bro. But we were playing great because, like, bro, we were going in, like, it was a final, bro. It was just a normal game. But because, like, it was last home game, our seniors' last game at home, like, bro, we just put in – 110 percent to bro god gave us a goal like the defense messed up and we just took advantage and passed it in the goal and bro we celebrate bro can you believe on paper that was the first goal of our season well you for i'm so serious yeah on paper before that the only goal of the season was from chavo yeah (laughs) i had a preseason goal on my first game back too but like bro just the the atmosphere was incredible for, like for the school like it was a tapping goal but we had all the fans all of us just going to circle just made it we went crazy and after that bro like we just went ultra defense mode like every time the other team had the ball bro like we didn't even care but we'll park the bus, park the bus yeah. foul them bro like kept wasting time until like we got that dub and it was just that relief that like bro on paper like a quarter florida central tech was going to beat us but like yeah. it shows like the passion and the eagerness that if you really want it, you go for it. Just yeah. keep going. Ronaldo's addressed mentality a couple of times, especially this past year. He released those Mercurial Dream Speed 4s, and the whole concept was yeah. around the mentality as a player and how like that affects your game. If you're having a bad game and you make a couple of bad passes, that's going to lead to a bad pass in the midfield and then a counterattack if you're playing a good enough team, and you're going to be yeah. punished for that. And so I feel like having a calm state of mind through soccer, it mm. can be the most important thing because you're always going to be composed yeah. and you take things slow and you're always focused and the concentration and mentality is such a big part of the game. That mm. it's Bro, the mentality part is it's so big. Like, if you have all the skills in the world, but you're not confident to execute them, facts. you're not going to be able to play, yeah, bro. Facts. No, exactly. I can, I can agree on that. Um, two weeks ago, uh, of course, I played in the adult league and... Um, I was playing a good game, playing a great game, but then I messed up this one time, and then um, the other the other team they just got in my head, and the thing with that is that I realized like once you get in someone's head, they'll start playing bad, and that's how I was. I was messing up my passes after that. I was just not. I wasn't making the right runs. I was just wasn't just playing well. I want to give you guys something. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, sorry, no, 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 no. Let's go. And then it's just like it's just your mentality of how you play. If, if you don't have the right mentality or the right mindset or you get uh you let them get in your head very easily you're just gonna play bad you're not gonna play well and yeah that's it i want to do you guys something to think about it's more of a bigger picture thing you probably haven't addressed it as a constant length of mentality but form as a player like we see paul Podbo when he's at juventus he was a youngster coming into the game he was hitting bangers 40 yards out because he had the confidence to do so bro you got to manchester united big money signing things weren't going well with their manager depression bro Mentality, you could see his body language just dropped, and he's playing for Juve now, and I don't even know if he starts or not, bro. I don't know. I think he's injured right now. He's injured right now. But, bro, you could could tell just by looking at the player, like, what he does with the ball, if he's confident or not. Like, Dembele, when he was playing for Barcelona in the beginning years, that boy was not confident. But look at him now, bro. He's flying. He had too much pressure on him. I mean, everyone's expecting him to do what Neymar did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how how the commentators say it on TV. They're like, oh, his form is raising. It's not his form. It's more of his mentality and his confidence. His morale. Yeah, it's your morale. It's your, like, attitude on the field. Like, if you're screaming at your teammates, and that's going to bring whole morale of the team down. So, like. Your mentality affects more than just you, believe it or not. But, I mean, 
that's something you got to think about when you're coming into the game. You just got to get your mind right. You got to be focused, and you got to be that positive player. As we see Tyler Adams in this World Cup, I've been super impressed. Oh, yeah, bro. Same. Yeah. Same. I, I, I don't – I'm not a big fan of the U.S. team. I feel, like little, I feel like they're a little too cocky at times, but I'm not going to lie. Me seeing Tyler Adams play, even, even in the first game against Wales, bro, it's just like the way he's just tracking back yeah. and the way he's just moving the ball, the way he's just – you can see the passing he has on him. And the thing is, I was pretty surprised that they named him captain. Yeah, me too. I, I expected, I I, I expected yeah. Pulisic to be captain. but uh, he, he hasn't really had a good season. Yeah, that too. But it's just that he's always been captain. His confidence. But you yeah. can also tell captain his confidence there. is low, though. Yeah, right? it is. And hey, he uh, balled against England, though. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He played. Uh, he, I mean, he, he, he had a good first half. He had a, he had a, I give it a good six out of ten, bro. Pulisic could do more, bro. He literally plays with most of those players that like on around the field because most of those England players are prem players he yeah, plays against them yeah. and he was able to do a couple things but he could have balled out better bro. his yeah. confidence is low right now because of the teams he's on he's the LeBron James of soccer bro I'm sure he'll come around yeah. <laughs> but, but I, mean, I mean otherwise though Tyler Adams has been spectacular Weston McKinney's coming back from injury but I mean what's some players this World Cup that you've been impressed with in specific Valencia, bro, from Ecuador. True, bro. He, he got injured. I saw. He yeah, did get injured. injured. Also, Richard Leeson, bro, because that boy, he was doing, he was doing all right at Spurs, like, cause you know, when you get to a new team, you gotta adjust. Bro, you he has scored this. a goal in the Premier League. He scored goals in the Champions League, but so I, is, I was bro, surprised that he even got called up. Yeah, bro, you're right, bro. He's a he's a left winger, but they got Son. So if he's not a left winger, it's better playing at nine. But then they got Kane, so yeah. they got to play him on the right, which is not really yeah. his thing. Yeah. But now he's playing at nine for Brazil. You see the two goals, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Man's is balling out. Yeah. No, here's the thing. I'm actually an Arsenal fan. Right or Arsenal fan. I've been an Arsenal yes, fan since I was eight years old. <laughs> Top of the fucking the Premier League. <laughs> you feel me? You're eighth place. But what's it called? Um, I, I expected Jesus to start. I mean, right now, I mean, no yeah, wrong. He's, he's Jesus well. is not scoring as many goals as we expect him to. But the way he's moving the ball, tactically making us, uh, yeah. making passes, he's not, he's not scoring, but he is assisting at times. But if he's not assisting, bro, he's the one that starts to play. Yeah, and then it's either Oregai, Martinelli, or Saka scoring the goals. Yeah, all great players. All great players. All great. Martinelli, bro. Oh man, Arsenal's, that, that Arsenal's out of full shift. Arsenal's, Arsenal's pretty good this year, bro. Yeah, yeah full right. shift, bro. I didn't expect this out of Arsenal this year, but honestly, no, like, I didn't either. I expected like, Mikel Arteta what he's done. He was getting heavy stake in the beginning of his managerial career. Yeah, Arsenal. and so like you can see that he put his foot down. He broke his back to make this team. And so even, like, the players that he's brought up to the youth academy, he's given them the confidence to play with that confidence. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. given them game time, and you can see Saka has benefited greatly from that, like, over the past year. Martinelli, last year, Martinelli was not good, bro. I don't know if y'all remember. Sorry, Alex. Martinelli wasn't too impressed. <laughs> I thought he was good. I, just, <laughs> I thought he, yeah, I thought he, he was, was pretty sure. Yeah, like, for, for a youngster, he yeah. was doing pretty good he, in the he, prem, bro. He had his games. He had his games. No, but he's like a superstar. Like, he wasn't consistent with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He wasn't that's, consistent. That's what it is, bro. He's like a superstar now. That's, an, that's yeah. another thing in soccer, bro. Like, you can be good one game, but if you're not consistent, you're not going to be great. Exactly. Great players are consistently yes. good. Exactly. Um, I guess the one player I think that's surprising me, I mean, of course, he's just one golden boy, is Gabi. Yeah, Gavi and yeah. Pedri, bro. I mean, to be, I think Pedri's like twenty or twenty-one. Nah, Gavi's eighteen. Pedri's nineteen. Nuts. Yeah. Okay. To yeah. be nineteen. The youngest hey, bro, they get, they can yes, play the bro. Team Cup coming up, bro. They can, bro. bro. To, be <laughs> nine, bro. This, bro. to be nineteen and eighteen years old and bossing the World Cup at that age. Nuts. I mean, Iniesta and Xavi weren't even starting at that age nah. in Spain, and you're seeing these two kids just bossing the midfield. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Costa Rica is, uh, is not that big, not that good of a team. They won today. But just they did. shout yeah, out Costa Rica. Yeah, just to just just to destroy them like that and move the ball, and you can like, they're the ones making the plays, not the wingers. Them. Yeah. They pass it to the wingers, and the wingers can do. Okay, let me just pass it back to Pedri. Okay, Pedri, here, let me I chip think, it over them. I think they have the best midfield. They do. They got yeah. Gavi, Pedri, and Sergio Busquets. I think they got the best Honestly, midfield. Rodri's playing uh, center back. Center back. No? Oh, yeah. oh, damn. I agree with that, though, yeah, because if you put too. Rodri at CDM, you're going to have to sit Busquets, and you can't sit Busquets. Yeah. I'd rather have Rodri as a center back because he's calm on the ball, he knows what to do, and he can defend very well. But center also, back, sorry, oh, go ahead. Center back takes composure, bro. I feel like center back is one of the positions where we, we talked about it as one of the more easier positions in soccer. And so you're always sitting back, playing simple passes out of the back. And it's fairly simple to play out of the back if you really think about it on paper. But I mean, yeah, that's true. having composure at the back is that's a massive thing. thing. And that's the thing yeah. why Regista's sixes can come back to center back because they're always used to checking their shoulder and having their head on the swivel, bro. They're composed on the ball. And so that's why I think Fernandinho was so effective at center back last year is because Pep knew, all right, I'm screwed. All my center backs are injured. Who's the next man that can come in? And it I was mean, Fernandinho. They did lose versus Real Madrid in the Champions League because of Fernandinho, bro. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, mean, I mean, in general, though, bro. Yeah, I mean, Vinny was probably not That's not his position, bro. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Actually, Spain and Germany just tied 1 1. I just looked at the score. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is the game over? Yeah, it's game over. 83rd minute goal by. Is Germany eliminated in there? Um, nah, they no, they it's because Japan lost today. Yeah, they if did. Japan would have beat Costa Rica, they would have been eliminated. And and even if Spain tied um, Germany, they would have been eliminated because of the point difference. They have zero points. I want to look at the World Cup table, and I want I want to hear predictions from you guys because we have one more game to go in the group stage, and it's it's still so hard to predict. So in Group A, we have Netherlands at four points, Ecuador at four points, Senegal at three. And Qatar obviously has been knocked out. Yeah. So, so RIP to that, bro. So who 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 plays those the last matches in those games? Um, let me see. I think it's gonna be Ecuador to Netherlands that take it. So Ecuador is playing Senegal, and so I have that's a final. Yeah, yeah. It's like a final. I have play. I have Ecuador winning that game if Valencia plays. I know he's injured. If he plays, but if he's on the bench, I really don't think they'll win it. But at the same time as that. Ecuador's mentality right now and their confidence high. and how high, much bro. and how much their their country's on their back right now yeah. pushing yeah. them is that I feel that they're gonna win it. Like, yeah, I think you, Ecuador's you gonna win it too. They're, mo- they're motivated, bro. I mean, to tie Netherlands is is and they played better than and they played better than and to play they should have won that game. Yeah, they so, should have. Yeah, Ecuador and I, I don't know if they played 2018 World Cup or 2014 World Cup. They played 2018. They played 2018. The last World Cup wasn't impressive. Bro, no, it wasn't at all. No, and so to see them come back like this. Um, side note: I went to International Mall two days ago. I saw at least 20 Ecuador jerseys. I saw like five USA jerseys and 20 Ecuador jerseys at the mall, bro. Nuts. But I mean, Ecuador sent it all. With a tie, Ecuador goes through. With a win, Senegal goes through because Netherlands plays Qatar, and we can. I have Qatar yeah. tying actually Netherlands. Really? I have really? a shock. I have a shock coming up. I say this because I feel that Qatar are gonna just give it their all their last game to at least get a Maybe. point for their country. Yeah. Nah, bro. I really I think they're buns. I really feel like it's gonna be one-one. That's that's, that's, still, that's still a must-win for Netherlands yeah. because yeah. they know that Senegal and Ecuador are on their backs. I so. mean, the thing is, bro. Although Qatar, it is their home stage. They're very like they're yeah. down bad right now, bro. Yeah. They yeah. they look. They're the first host to lose in the first run, first game, and then also get kicked out by like the second game, and then now their last game, like they there's really got nothing to play for yeah. except for just to have fun. Mm-hmm. The pride. So. 
what do we have? What do we have for the standings in Group A? Then uh, we, have, we have Netherlands and Ecuador going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that because yes. Senegal they don't got Mane right now, no. so they can't really do much. They're struggling, you can tell. Yeah. So Group B, our home country, we have England with four points, Iran with three points, USA with two, and Wales with one. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. You got USA and Iran playing the last game. Nuts. That's bro, a final. That, that's a final. I tell bro. you why it's nuts is because of pass. Wars, <laughs> getting I, political. Yeah, political Bro. past <laughs> wars. I hate being political, but past wars. No, this is the most political game we yeah, got. And yeah. to be honest, I mean, even against England and uh, United States, yeah, that's the, the most political game. Yeah. Bro. So it's just like I really feel that I'm gonna say it's gonna be a tie that game. So I really. So, so I don't. I don't, don't have US. I don't have US going through. I really wow. don't. Me neither, bro. I say I that. Don't see it. I see that because unless unless Pulisic, they pull something, bro. Yeah, Pulisic is not. Like he said, he's not on the form he's in right now. If Pulisic was 100 percent right now, I'll tell you right now, they win the game. But Timothy Way is a shot though, bro. Timothy Way has been impressive. He think. he's impressive, bro. But the only way he's gonna score goals is. Pulisic or yeah, whoever makes the, the thing is, bro. I think they need to start Robinson, bro. Did yeah, y'all did y'all see the game versus uh England? Yeah, yeah, nuts. I didn't like their tactics, the USA, bro. They yeah. should have put Sargent instead of the, the other guy that they put yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. right. Well, and then they put in a left back that really did nothing. Yeah. Or the, was he a right the back? Right back so uh-huh. The right back. Yeah, yeah. they took off Jet Des. I was like, bro, why are you taking Des? Des? Des they took off Des and McKinney. Des was yeah. playing amazing. Well, McKinney, I understand. He's not fully fit yet. Yeah, he's, he's still tired. Fit. You can tell he was tired, bro. He was trying. He was still giving 100%. But bro, he had a goal, bro. He could have scored. Yeah. My question is, why are you taking out a right back when you need to score? You yeah, need to put you exactly. put Sergeant and put someone else. I don't, I don't think Dest is really yeah. fit as well. I think Dest is coming back from injury as well. But sure. the thing was, he wasn't doing bad on that side. Like he was, he was doing quite well. But yeah, then really they well. took him out for tactics. But I didn't see yeah. the tactics. He was actually play. mad when he got subbed out. He was I also, seen yeah, it. Yeah, he was, he was also on a yellow. We have two players from our last game who are on a yellow, like McKinney, Dest, Adams, and Pulisic. I think those are all four key players. And if yeah. any of them mm-hmm. were to get yellows. In the second game, they'd be out versus Iran. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of what Berhalter was thinking when he subbed out McKinney and Des, because those are essential players that we need going into that game. And if they were to pick up just a yellow card, they wouldn't have been exempt from that game, but the next game. Yeah. So you guys. You Actually, guys now that I'm looking at it, bro, USA might pull through. I think they will, bro. Because they yeah. they're like it's here's, this or here's, nothing. Here's the thing. This is this that's is why. Same for this, this is why I'm saying it's gonna be a yeah, tie. It's because United States does not have. They're in the same boat as Mexico. Even though Mexico's doing way worse right now, they don't have a goal scorer. It's it's it's, it's yeah, simple yeah. as that. I agree. They should have beaten Wales at Facts. least four to three yeah. zero. And but thing is, reason why they couldn't, they don't have a goal scorer. I agree. You look at Mexico. Who's their striker? They put Chucky and, and Vegas as their strikers. They're not goal scorers. They're creators. It's a whole different thing. That's yeah. the thing. United States does not have goal scorers. Weya, he's good. But he's not in his top form. He's, they he's, put him on the wing either. Yeah, way. they put yeah. him on the wing. Yeah. yeah. And Sargent, he plays. Don't. No disrespect to the. Um, I'm not a fan. What's the second division he, of England? He has games. Uh, oh, the championship. That's right. Not, he, he got he, bumped down. Yeah. He plays for the championship. The championship is a, is a hard league. He has it's 13 league. goals in the championship. Third, this championship. Year. Yeah. Or 10. I but think. the thing with him is that I forgot. Yeah. You got to give him his chance. Like they yeah. didn't give him his chance against England. Like. This against Wales, though. Yeah, neither did Wales. I was surprised that Foden didn't get in versus yeah, the USA. Well. That's the thing. They're just they're disrespecting the kid, bro. That he's was it, he was Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna didn't go in either. Yeah. Gio Reyna's yeah. only played seven minutes this World Cup. Yeah, Gio Reyna did go in. Yeah, no, but for seven minutes, bro. Yeah, first game. He didn't go the first game at all. That's the thing. I feel like this coach, 
is not trusting them enough yeah. or not confident enough, which he needs to be because Giorena plays for one of the best teams in the world. Yeah. Bro, and you he got, starts. I mean, come on. You got an American coach, bro. That yeah. I don't agree with it, bro. You got to get someone outside. Yeah. I mean, he got he got he got fire shoe game. I give him that, but. The drip is on point. The drip is on point. But, 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 but the tactics, exactly, you got to you got to get. Yeah. Saudi Arabia has brought in a French coach, and you can see the like the, the difference, bro. Yeah. But that French coach has won championships in yeah. Africa. Yeah. Like he's won like I uh this I forgot the country he won it, but he won that AFCON with them, and then he won he's won. That was two. Senegal, right? Yeah. He's won one with Senegal and one with a different country. That's right. Bringing another coach. Do you think the USA would ever do that in the future? Do you think? Yes, yeah, bro. Yeah, the they, is, they brought 100%. that German in, that German coach in from Queensman. Yeah, in 2014. Look yeah. what they bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. They they did all right, but nah, USA was yeah. popping when Klinsmann was yeah, the coach. They did I right. thought so. Yeah, I, I think so. They did they did all right in the World Cup. They, I mean, to take Belgium, the Belgium's golden golden generation at, at its peak. Yeah. Or at its rise. Yeah, Tim to to Tim. over to extra time and just to just push them to their limit. They, say they tied Portugal too, and Portugal tied USA. Yeah, mm. but yeah. what I've what I remember I think that game. Coming Clearly. into this, into this USA versus Iran game, this is obviously going to be the main talk for Americans and US fans because, like, the way that I saw Iran play Wales, they played a much more like low block style of play, and as soon as they won the ball, they went and countered immediately, and so Wales was kind of like surprised by just them being able to have the ball. And Wales couldn't really conjure up anything, bro. Yeah. So every single time Wales got the ball, they were throwing it back to Iran, and immediately they would counter. So USA, the way we played England, we played pretty toe-to-toe with them, bro. We, I, we played a mid-block, we pressed them, and so I was impressed with how confident we were to press a top-five team. I mean, the- my thing is that the way I saw the game was England as a whole team, they were good. But the USA, they were just defensively sound. That's what I saw. They had a couple chances on the offense, but the execution was not very good. But the thing is that they held them to the point. And England, they were coming, they were coming. But honestly, I think they should have put other players in, such as as Foden and put Rashford a little earlier. But I think they just held them defensively. I didn't think... I didn't think they were good on attacking wise. Yeah. USA dominated that game though. I feel like I personally I feel I don't like know, but the possession I, was yeah, all to England yeah. bro. At a point at a point they were but like I do agree what Julian's saying about defensive wise, they were playing good and Matt Turner bro was on Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. on his peak. So I feel like he saved them. Because the United States had a couple chances, but like I said, they just don't have that 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 striker they don't still have still a shocking scoreline bro yeah. zero zero that's not something anybody really would expect to go into that I game want, I wanted something bro I was sitting uh, I was sitting there watching I was like give me a goal yeah this bro. World Come Cup's on. been full of zero zeros bro yeah. but what's the next group so we have England and Iran going through for that one we don't have the USA no I don't have I don't have we'll see we'll see I want USA to go through I, I got a tie I, I say I England tie that guy. I say England for sure but we just gotta see tomorrow bro. Yeah. I, think, I think the USA would go through but we have group C next we have Poland Argentina, Saudi Arabia, and Mexico. That's a All right, so, <laughs> so here's we have Poland on four, Argentina on three, Saudi Arabia on three, and Mexico on three. Here's my prediction. Ooh, this, that's close. This is how I see yeah, it. Yeah, Mexico has a good chance. I have, I have, I have Argentina beating Poland. I, I, Poland, uh, Argentina will beat Poland because Argentina wants that number one spot. They want yeah. to be top of the group. So I have Argentina beating Poland at least two, two zero, two one, and. I really, I'm Mexican, bro. That's but another I, final, bro. Yeah. Mexico, Saudi Arabia. But here's the thing, bro. 
I don't see Mexico going through. I, I, they're not I, strong as well. They're not. They're not strong, and I, I hate the coach. And to be honest, I don't know. I, I don't. I want to get bashed for this, but I really feel like we should just. We don't deserve to be in this World Cup. We really don't. We Mexico can't beat Saudi Arabia. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't think. I, I maybe think we could switch yeah. Colombia for Mexico. No, <laughs> no we'll be talking about that. What's it called? Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like it's going to be 0-0. Zero, zero. It's going to be a tie game. That's how I know because we don't have that goal scorer. We don't have anyone that can score goals. Poor Raul Jimenez, bro. Ever since his injury, yeah. bro, he's just been off. Fucking David Luiz. So, God damn. With a tie, Poland plays Argentina, and that's two top teams playing each other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So with a tie in that game, Poland goes through, and with a Saudi Arabia beating Mexico, Argentina crashes out of the World Cup in the group stage. Bro, facts. But the two Poland games, what were the scores? Uh, uh, zero, it was a tie, yeah. and, and then two, they won. And then 2-0. 2-0. So the thing is that I saw the penalty for uh, Lewandowski. He didn't put a top end. And that's it. people were saying it was a great save, but I just think he didn't put it in the corner. And if it was 0-0 zero, zero, and 2-0, it's not looking like they're scoring like that that yeah, many goals. That's the so thing. Here's the thing with that. I feel that Argentina can score goals. Yeah. But uh, right now, they're – Lutaro Martinez is not on his on his form right now. You can yeah. kind of tell. Yeah, which I rather have uh, what's his name Correa from yeah, Atletico Correa. Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. I rather him him start against Poland to see what he can do because surprisingly he actually does score goals. He out of nowhere like it'll he's be good for so. I I agree with Lutaro Martinez. He was he's not really on form right now. Yeah. But instead of Correa, I put Julian Alvarez. Yeah, that boy sure. is snapping, yeah. bro. But we also, they also have Dybala. They don't start him. He's, he's isn't injured. he injured? Yeah, yeah he's, injured. he's coming off an injury. Yeah. But, I mean, Julian Alvarez is He's bond. He's impressed. He's impressive, bro. Bro, and it's that young age, bro, that he, he'll give 200%. He wants it, bro. Yeah, he, he wants, wants it. it. There was there was one play against Mexico yesterday where he had the ball on a counterattack, and he kind of messed it up. But, you know, he was he was still doing things. He was creating chances and all that. But I I, I think Julian Alvarez yeah, should got, get the start. I, I have Argentina and Poland. I don't see it, bro. I oh, see, Argentina. I see Saudi Arabia winning, Poland tying with Argentina. I don't. See, bro. Nah, we'll bro. see. That's he, a here's, here's game. the thing, bro. Argentina, bro, is gonna be. They're gonna they're gonna win the game. I know they're gonna win the game because they're gonna have as much pressure as they did when they were facing Mexico. Imagine the upset, though, bro. The scenes. Yeah, that's Messi, the upset. Thirty-five crashing out of the World Cup, then dropping to the MLS, bro. Like. That generation, yeah, I'm trying to see that. Yeah. Over, I'm not trying to see that. Yeah. Nah, I think I think he gonna pull something out the yeah. out of his Bro, Messi's yeah. carrying Argentina, bro. He carried them yesterday. Bro, this he is, always carries them. This is since he's time. been playing with them. This is like this. I feel like this game could depend like Messi's career. Like I feel like low key. If Messi loses this game, Argentina crash out of the group stage. That would be like. A headline, bro. I don't think like, yeah, lose, Messi bro. can't carry teams. That would be like the headline, right? I mean, he's he's old, bro. He carried Argentina all the way to I mean, the bro, final I mean, in 2014. Yeah. 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 But I mean, so we have you guys are saying Poland and Argentina are through, but I'm gonna say Argentina can crash out. Oh, a little controversial. I'm gonna say the Argentina crash out of the group stage here. Mm. So you wanna Messi, put money on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna bet against Messi, bro. The man is different. So in Group D, we have France, who are already through. Easy. We have Australia with three points, Denmark with one point, and Tunisia with one point. I Who did Australia play last game? Um, Australia, says right there. Australia plays Denmark. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually have Australia going through. I have yeah, Denmark I going through. I have, I have Australia tying Denmark, and then, yeah. of course, France can destroy 
uh, Tunisia. With a, with a tie, with a tie, Australia goes through. No, I have a, I have Australia going through. No, actually, I have Denmark going through. Bro, Denmark has Denmark's a great striker, bro. Bro, yeah. Denmark played a great game against France. Is that bro Mbappe? Is just Mbappe. Mbappe, bro. Bro, the reason, the reason why I say Australia will win, bro, is because again, I, how I, how I like. How I feel about it is just how much pride you got and how much motivation yeah. you got. And right now, Nosha says like, "Yo, all we need is a tie, and we can go through." They're gonna play very defensive yeah. against Denmark. I don't like that type of play style, bro. Well. I hate the style, bro. But for them to go through, they're gonna play defensive. With all these zero-zero games coming on, bro, like I feel that Australia, knowing yeah, that they probably can't conjure much, like much up against Denmark, I feel like they're gonna sit in the low block. Wait for Denmark to come to them and then try to counterattack these guys. Did, did y'all see Australia versus France by chance? I uh, did. That first yeah. game? I didn't watch bro, that. the first 20 minutes, Australia dominated France. Really? Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. They scored the first goal. They, one of their players got injured. What about I'm the rest like, of the 90? And then France just became <laughs> France. <laughs> That's but, the thing, bro. Still. If you're not on it, the full 90, you can't win a game, bro. No, exactly. So, but yeah. the thing is that I. What's I going to say? Ah, never mind. Keep going. So we have France and Denmark going through. Then we have Denmark to win that game and go through. I got I got Australia going through. A little bit of conference. I I'm gonna say Denmark. This is really I got France and Australia going through. I don't think Denmark's a good goal scoring team either. I don't think they. Have I mean, they got a great they striker. They got a great striker. They got yeah, a good midfield. Um, they they don't have a good. They got Harrison. one good. It's that one guy with the ponytail. He plays for Laxbin. No, they got. Yeah, that's the striker. Yeah, that's but the striker. Ericsson, the one that plays for Manu, the one that used to play for Spurs, well, the one no, that got that. I know he's their center mid, but I was I was wondering who their striker is because I thought it was like Christensen or some random. No, Christensen's no that's, 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 that's Poland, right? Oh, no, Christensen's in for Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, well, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a striker that. Yeah, the guy from Leipzig, the guy with the points of the black guy. Yeah. I thought I thought the striker was a tall white guy. No, the striker's uh, I forgot his name, but he plays he plays for Leipzig. No, for Denmark. Leipzig, he plays for Leipzig, for Germany. I have no idea. It's not Nkuku, right? No, Nkuku plays for France. France. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of which, he got injured. All right, whatever. Group E, we have Spain on Spain, four yeah. points, Japan Ooh. on three points, Bro. Costa Rica on three points, and Germany on one point. Germany's out? Germany, no, nah, they're not out yet. I got Spain. Okay, bro. Come on. I have Spain and... Germany plays Costa Rica. I got Spain and Costa Rica going there. If Costa Rica bro, go bro, I want Costa Rica to go through, no but I mean, shot. bro, I don't know. Wait, bro. This I really, bro, I really don't think Germany has that mentality, bro. I really don't. Here's the thing, though, bro. Spain is playing Japan, right? Yeah, Spain is That's playing. That's Spain is playing Japan. Bro, Japan Spain's, might go off. Spain's bro. gonna win that. All, all they need Spain, is a tie. Spain will win, Spain will win that. But yeah. the thing is that coast. If Germany beats Costa Rica, they pass. Yeah. Because Spain's automatically going to win Japan. I mean, unless they hold him to a tie. But if Germany win, I got Germany, bro. With Germany tie, and Spain. But here's the thing. If With Spain, the tie, Japan and... Uh, yeah, if Spain and, Spain and Japan tie, Yo, Spain low and Japan key, go through. Spain might hold him down to a tie just to make sure that Germany doesn't go through. Well, I mean, no. Germany could tie them on points. If with so Japan's on three points. Germany's on one. But then it goes to goal differential. Germany, if, yeah. If Germany wins... Um, Plus seven. Sorry. Yeah, if Germany wins here, then they would be tied with um, Japan, and the goal differential is tied right now. Hmm. So that would be that would be determining how many goals. But it Germany also depends. Even if they score a goal and say if Costa Rica scores one, it, it just makes it the goal difference just makes just changes, bro. Bro, yeah. if Japan wins, and uh, if Japan beats Spain and Germany beats Costa Rica, Spain still goes through. 
Yeah. Even so, with the loss, they go through. Yeah, so, so Spain, maybe, Spain maybe Spain's going to do something to make sure that Germany doesn't go through. But if they do decide to win it, which I think they will. That's one That's but, one thing I find crazy, bro, is that countries will make sure another country doesn't go through just to tie a game. I agree with because that. Because, like, Lucky, yeah. yeah, you got to make sure that... Because you got to put the strong people out if you can. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. Germany, although they're not doing well at the moment, they're a strong team. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. The, I mean, if Spain has an opportunity to just knock them out immediately, then I don't see why they wouldn't take it. If Spain, if Spain rests all of their starters and lets Japan win the game and rack up their goal differential, it would be Spain and Japan through. But if Germany absolutely demolishes Costa Rica, like people are going to think they will, then Germany is going to do it through over Japan. What if, what if Spain's like, all right, let Japan win so Germany could uh, just get knocked out, but then Costa Rica wins? That would be nuts. That would be nuts. Yeah. That I means mean, that one of them. Get, that well, means the crazy thing is that they. I think they both play at the same time. Yeah, yeah. They both play. Last time. game is every yeah. every team from the group stage yeah. play at the same time. So, so, it's not so like, what I'm thinking is that Spain. Every single team's gonna have one guy just watching their games or looking, keeping up with the score lines to see what happens. So say. Oh yeah. So say if if uh, Spain is losing to Japan and. Costa Rica is beating uh, Germany, then yeah, they're like, hey, yo, hey, yeah, like, yo, come on, pick it up a little bit. Like, at least tie the game for we can both go through instead of Germany not going through. So what do we have? We have we have Spain and Japan going through? Yeah, I got Spain and Japan. What so if they shake a- hands before they're like, hey, bro, let's, let's knock out Germany Yeah, real quick, bro. You, think, you think Spain will for real let Japan win and Japan's going to go through? I, I, I don't think they'll win. Maybe a tie, bro. I think they'll hold it to a tie. I think they'll hold it to a tie. Maybe, they, maybe they'll agree on a tie yeah, because yeah. if they're tied, they both go through. If Spain loses... I want to say Spain and Germany here. Okay, I got Spain and Germany. Because Germany, Germany, all they have to do is beat Costa Rica, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's all but I think a, a crazy shock would be if Costa Rica wins and then Spain and uh, they did beat Japan. Spain and Japan tie. And then Spain gets knocked out. No, Spain will go through and Japan will get knocked no, out. No, Spain will get Spain's through. Spain regardless. will get knocked out because they're at four points right now. If they tie, that puts them at five. Costa Rica wins, that puts them at six. And then oh, how much? True. How much does Japan have? Japan, Japan if they tie, they would have. Japan would four. have four. Yeah, but oh, it's the no, goal, yeah, yeah, the, the goal difference. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They have eight goals that's, right that's now. That's not true. They have eight goals and one goal against. So Anybody could go through in that yeah. group. And I'm going to say it's going to be Spain and Germany. Yeah, i say that too. So that too. All right, group F, we got Croatia, Morocco, Belgium, and Canada. So Canada's out. So yeah. Croatia's on four Poor points. Canada. Morocco's on four points. Scored their first goal today. Hmm? Canada scored their first World Cup goal today. Yeah, I felt bad for that. I felt they bad for Davis, bro. They played bro. great against Belgium too, yeah, bro. They, did. It's, it's they choked, bro. They choked. It's upsetting yeah. that they it happened. Taken out like that, but I mean, so what are the matches for that group? I think, Wait, I think. What's the, what's the group? It's group F. People Wait, are sleeping on Croatia, what, what, bro. What teams are in there? Croatia, Morocco, Belgium, Canada. I got Morocco and uh, Croatia going through. I don't have Belgium going through. Yeah, same. Because yeah. Morocco's gonna play Canada, brother. Canada got another play. Ah, oh, they are. Yeah. And Croatia's gonna, yeah. Croatia has to beat. Uh, uh, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a good game. That's it's gonna be Croatia be Morocco then. So if that's a tie, then Belgium would be like. So let's say that Morocco loses to Canada, then Belgium and Croatia. Croatia would be through, and Belgium would be level on points with Morocco. Mm-hmm. And so then it would come down to goal differential depending on the game. But I think that it's probably gonna be. Croatia and Morocco, because I think Croatia is either going to win against Belgium or tie against Belgium. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, think Morocco's beating Canada. I got so. Mar- I got Morocco and Croatia going through, bro. Same. Yeah. I don't have even 
freaking DeBron said it, bro. He doesn't think this team is good enough. Really? Yeah, he, said, right? that, he yeah. said that. When Brown, did he say that? Uh, like yes- like, yesterday, basically. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Well, Jeez. That's nuts. Yesterday for us. But yeah. That's so dismotivating. Imagine That's your nice. captain saying that. Yeah, we ain't good. Sometimes you got to keep it a buck, bro. Yeah. No, you don't say that, bro. You don't, like, I mean, obviously. We're, we're talking about mentality like yeah. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So, Especially World I mean, Cup they're, they, yeah. they're not they're not good this year. Next group we got Brazil, Switzerland, Cameroon, oh, Serbia. Bro, that's easy, bro. Switzerland and Brazil. So for these down. for these last two groups, I mean it's they're only on the first game though. Yeah, so they they almost, they've only played one game. Well, so Switzerland and Brazil play next, right? I have Switzerland and Brazil tying. <laughs> no shot. Yeah, Brazil's gonna win the tournament, bro. I think. I don't think Brazil, Brazil has, has the best attack in the tournament. They do. Yeah, they I think do. Brazil's gonna win the tournament. I don't think Switzerland can tie that. And the way the way the coach organized it was so smart. Put Neymar on the middle. Yeah. Put Rafinha on the right. Yeah. Put Vinicius on the left. Put Richarlison up top. And then the defense is sound too. You got Casemiro with yeah. uh, who's the other CDM? Casemiro and who else? Um, Fred? No. No, Fred's not Fred. Fabinho? No, no Fabinho didn't even start either. It was um, Paqueta. 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 That man, a monster, bro. <laughs> Place for And then you got Marquinhos, Silva, Sandro, Danilo, bro. It's just bro, it's Neymar is out squad. though for the rest yeah. of the group stage. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's one thing, bro. That, that that's the reason why I'm saying this because Neymar is their creator. He's the one that no one no no more. Vinicius is good, bro. But he's not on Neymar's level. They Pe- people can say people can say that Vinicius is gonna be is better than Neymar right now, but he's really not. Like the way Neymar plays, bro, and the way he moves the ball, is that no one else can do that in that team, unless you find someone. Unless someone you got Jesus, up. bro. But that's the thing. He's, I feel like Jesus has. I don't think he could do it. I love him, but I don't think he could do it. Yeah, it's, say, it's gonna be interesting Brazil. without Neymar. But that's the thing; he's not a cam, bro. He's he either plays the wing or he plays the striker. I want to say Brazil, Switzerland. They both have a win right now. Yeah, I have Brazil, I Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Safe, yeah. Okay. So Group H, we got all of these are one one game played as well. We have Portugal with three points, South Korea with one point, Uruguay with one point, and Ghana with zero points. I got South Korea and South Korea. Come on. Over Uruguay or Ghana, bro. See, that's a hard group. Yeah, I think it's the game. What's South Korea's next game? Um, is it against Portugal? I don't know. I really, I, it, it, I really don't think yeah. Portugal is going to go through, bro. South I really Korea. don't. You don't think so? I really. Wait, I don't look. I don't like 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 Ronaldo's good and everything, bro. But as of right now, the way they struggled against Ghana, bro, I really feel like they're not going to go through. I mean. I guess we'll see the next game. I have to see the second game, how they play against. First game jitters, bro. Yeah, first game jitters. Yeah, I exactly. feel like that speaks more to Ghana, so, though. Yeah, Portugal yeah. never starts the tournament well. And so they, they came through with the three goals. Ghana showed crazy heart to come and score two goals in yeah. the 80th, 90th minute. So honestly, bro, for that player to hit the C right after, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Williams, bro. Williams just choked. I was like, damn. But Portugal has a great squad, bro. They, they, they got bro. Yeah, Bernardo yeah. Silva, Ruben oh, Diaz, bro, Joao Cancelo. Here's the thing. The reason Joao why Fidu. I've been saying this Joao ever Felix, since they yeah. got into the World Cup is because they could have qualified so easy in the World Cup qualifiers, but they choked a lot of their games. And then when they went through qualifiers, they struggled their first game. And then, no offense to the team they beat to qualify, but they're just lucky enough that Italy just choked. Yeah. Because to be honest, if Italy did not choke that game, it was Italy against Portugal, I really have Italy in the World Cup instead of Portugal. Facts. So the reason why I say that is that Portugal, they have such great players, but they're really not on form. I mean, speaking for Argentina, great form. They lost their first game, but then they picked it up. You can see how they're doing. 
then you can see that Portugal struggled really bad against Ghana. I mean, Ghana played with so much heart. They, yeah. To be honest, it was, it was a 50-50 game. But no offense to Ghana, but those are the type of games that you should be winning by at least good 3-0, 4-0. I mean, you got to think, though, bro. Cristiano, he hasn't played this, like, b- barely any minutes this season. Yeah. And then some of them, Joel Felix, yeah. does he even start for Atletico? Yeah. No, nah, he, he wants to leave. But here's the he thing. Wants to leave, yeah. Here's the thing, like, yeah, Cristiano's not playing as good and Joel Felix is not good, but they're bench, bro. I mean, Raf- Rafael Leon, whatever his name is, Leon? Leon? Rafael Leal. Yeah, Leal, bro. Baller, That's bro. Real. Baller. Yeah. And the thing is, that they have a great squad, even a great bench. They do, yeah. But the thing is that. I don't think their confidence is low. And to be honest, I think their coach is lost. They need a new coach, yeah. honestly. They've only played one game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when's the next one? Tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. I think, so. Against, I think they play Uruguay, which is going to be a test. That's, That's going to be a good game. game. Which Uruguay, is going to be a test. In their first game, I had not seen much out of Uruguay, bro. They couldn't really create. They couldn't get the ball to Darwin Nunez. And so, I mean, Darwin Nunez and his former team. He's so overhyped, bro. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't God, start bro. well, bro. Swear. He did not start the season well. I'll be the first to say I'm a Liverpool fan. He wasn't too impressive. But he scored, like, three goals in the past three games for us. So I he's think like he might a, be starting to get it, get it going. He's like an off-brand Haaland. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, have you seen that video of him, like, doing the oversteps against yeah. Barcelona? Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. But no. I, nice. I have I have Uruguay and South Korea going through. Who did we have in the... Uh, you don't have Portugal? I, I just don't think their confidence is that high, That's bro. Nice. I, I, really, I, 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 I don't think they play well. I, I, I really, they have such a great team, bro, but I honestly don't feel they play well. And their defense, bro, they have such a great defense. But even the commentators say their defense is not organized. They, their defense is not play good together. Who did we say in Group G with the Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland team? I got Switzerland and Brazil going there. Yeah. We had, yeah. 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 I'm doing it right now. I'm organizing this so we can see what the semifinals should look like. And so... So we have in Group H, I think it's going to be Portugal, and this is going to be a shout. We're going to say Ghana. Just be, really? The way they played Portugal. Oh, wait, no. Ghana and Uruguay play next. That's going to be nuts. Ghana wait, so and Uruguay. Portugal plays. And I have Ghana beating Uruguay then. I think Ghana would beat Uruguay. Yeah. Bro, Ghana's in a, from 2010 World Cup. What they still boys? remember that shit. They're yeah. going to go after you. Chavo. I mean, that was about 13 years ago. Or What's up? 20, what do we 12 years ago. We have Ghana, Uruguay, or South Korea going through. Who do we think? Bro, it's just so hard to tell because it's, it's, it's one game. Yeah. Ghana, South Korea. Ghana, let's, South Korea. Let's throw Ghana, yeah, I think, I think there, on, these, on the groups that only played one game, I think we're speaking a little too yeah. pretensed. Yeah. I agree. All right, so I've done this the way that we predicted it, right? And so now we're going to go to the semifinal. Well, after the group stage, it's going to be knockout stage. So what's the round of 16 then? So, first game, round of 16, we said USA was going out to Iran, which I it would be United States versus Netherlands if they go through, but the first game is going to be Netherlands versus Iran. Who'd okay, Netherlands, yeah, Netherlands. Yeah. I think that would be the same if the U.S. would have gone through. Yeah, Netherlands. Unless they pull something crazy out, Pulisic starts scoring, I don't think the USA could upset. I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's going to be a great game. They got hard. Now that I think about it. Netherlands has not played that well. Seen from they the first time. I think I think they should be upset yeah. if like if a good team goes through and plays a good you game. You know what? Netherlands should be upset. Fucking Iran's winning that game. Really? Yeah, I really feel like I Iran's. Nah, I got Netherlands. Uh, I, Netherlands. I really don't. Yeah, I'll say I think, I think the USA could beat but, Netherlands, but I don't think Iran could beat Netherlands. All right, that's so, my bias coming. Through. Okay, we'll go we'll go Netherlands then. All right, so we got Argentina, Denmark. Argentina. Argentina. All right, Spain, Morocco. Spain. Spain. Okay, I would give Morocco a shout to tie and take it extra time there, but I mean we don't know. Spain's just balling out. Brazil right over now. Ghana. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. 
England, Ecuador. England. England, England, England. Boys. Well, if they uh, play it tactically correct this time, yeah. versus the USA, That's bro, the they didn't put. Bro. I was like, bro, why is Foden not playing, bro? Yeah. Why'd you put? Why'd you put Grealish in? That boy, I mean, he did something on the ball when he got in, but that wasn't coach, the right move, bro. bro. He's he's the coach favorites Gucci, bro. players, bro. Is it that? Is that what it is? Bro, he picked. Bro, he he picked. McGuire's been playing straight, bro. McGuire's been playing The World Cup, he's been playing pretty good. What's that one guy from AC Milan? Uh, he's Tomario. English? Yeah, Tamario. He, Tamori. A, Tamori. Bro, baller, bro. Baller. He wasn't picked bro. for the squad. He yeah, wasn't? He wasn't picked. He won the... He, bro, he's the main reason why they won the league title last season for AC Milan. So, yeah. I mean, so Maybe... Who was the midfielder? It was Jude Bellingham. Declan Rice. Hey, Bellingham, Declan. Bellingham to Arsenal. I, Rice. Rice is... That boy's Declan a baller. Rice's levels, bro. He's and then who was the other one? Mount. Mount. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I Mount had a horrible game. I, I, I didn't think he played good at all, bro. I don't think he played good at all. Mm. He had like a he had like a three point four rating on some. Yeah. All right, so yeah. then wait, who is it? England or who? England versus Ecuador. If Inter Valencia is back, I Fuck think it. Ecuador I can pull it through. Ecuador, yeah. Ecuador. Boys. I gotta I say England, bro. You don't see it? Y'all, y'all nah, see I it. want Ecuador. Alright, we're, we're gonna put Ecuador just for just uh, for the giggles, bro. Ecuador. You wanna bet? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so we got France, Saudi Arabia. Uh, France, France. Yeah. I think they'll put up a fight, but France is through. Croatia, France, Germany. Yeah. Croatia, Croatia, yeah, Croatia, bro. Germany has not been playing well. Yeah, yeah they, haven't. they haven't. Yeah, but they got a better squad than Croatia. Yeah, hey, Croatia to the final last Cro- World Cup. Croatia, That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're they're won, not a bad team at all. Croatia won four one today. I got Croatia. Croatia. So, yeah, yeah, Croatia. I feel like Croatia would be Japan. We got Portugal, Switzerland. Portugal. Switzerland. Portugal. Okay, I'll go play with Portugal. All right, next. We got Netherlands versus Argentina. 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 Bro, Argentina on paper, but like, bro, that's like a rematch. On paper? On paper, I, maybe Netherlands, On paper, bro. it's Netherlands, bro. Yeah. On paper? Netherlands, yeah. 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 No. Nah. But here's the thing, bro, is that, like, like I said, bro, for the last past two games, Netherlands has not been playing so They have so not, bro. So I got, I got Argentina going through. Because their defense, they got DeLitt and they got Van Dyke as a they center back. They don't link. They don't. They don't. That's why they're, that's why they're falling Van Dyke, off. I'm going to be the first to say Van Dyke has not been in the form he was back in 2018. Ever since the injury, bro. Yeah, Ever since the ACL injury, injury, bro. Yeah. DeLitt hasn't been in form thing, either, bro. to be honest. Who? DeLitt. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen Serie yeah, A that much. Form. I haven't seen him very much, so I don't know. We have Spain versus Brazil next. Crazy game. I want España, Spain. Damn, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, Is that bro. really it? Bro, we Spain. gotta see Neymar, bro. I wanted, I wanted them to go here, a little further here, than they down the, the line. Here's the thing, bro. This is I'm saying, right now. I'm saying Spain. Oh no, this is this is the best. Army. They have the best midfield. They have a better midfield than the than Brazil. Yeah. And attacking wise, Brazil Spain, Spain Brazil, Brazil got Brazil has a better attacking. Defensive wise, Brazil has a good defense, but from what I'm seeing, they kind of little bit struggle a little bit. But seeing Spain, Rodri, bro, bosses that defense. And, and the thing is that, I'm sorry, bro. I got, I got Spain going through. I got Spain, too. Because if, if they didn't do 7-0, maybe yeah. if, they, if yeah. that game was maybe 2-0, maybe like 3-0, then I'd be like, it was Brazil because they can score more. Yeah. But the fact that they put up numbers when they needed to, yeah. like when it's an easy game, you're supposed to make it like yeah. as much goal as you can. Yeah. So the fact that they did that shows that they can score like multiple goals. And then they played when they played last. Today, Today versus, versus Germany. 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 They, scored one, they scored one. Here's the but thing, bro. Germany's defensively. Yeah, here's the thing, bro. The dark, the dark, uh, what, is it? what do you the call it? The dark horse in that team is, is Dani Omo. 
That yeah. man, yeah. if you, if I've been watching, I've been paying closely attention to him, bro. He he doesn't like he can score goals, bro. He can score goals, bro. He had a really good shot today. He, he can he, he shoots. Yeah. He moves the ball well. His penalty kicks might not be it. But other than that, bro, that kid's a baller. Bro. Oh, yeah, Danny Olmo is usually he a turns up for Spain, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And for club, he's all right. But now, when yeah. I, I've, where's he playing? RB Yeah, hmm. I've been following when um like he played in the Euro, and Euro is when he like stood out for Spain. And here's here's another thing. The reason why I say Spain is because Euro semifinals. Then they played in the uh, Nation League yeah. fin- finalists. Bro, Spain has come to the point where now their team from the 2020 Euros was so young to the nascent leagues. I was like, okay, they have they have some promising. I mean, they played a France team that just won the World Cup, you know? Yeah. And now you see them in the World Cup, and the maturity and the way they're playing, Perhaps. bro, is just crazy. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be biased, bro, but I got Spain. The growth, yeah, the growth Spain has showed yeah. is nuts. I'll be the first to yeah. say that. But one thing that I am concerned about, despite the 7-0 victory, is they don't have a 9, bro. They've been playing false nine with Marco Asensio but it works. as a striker. It works. Yeah. But obviously not. They tied one That's how they. Germany. That's how Man City's been playing, though. Yeah. I mean, it's like that it's, Spanish. It's Marco Asensio, though. But Marco Asensio doesn't even start. Look, here's, the, here's the thing that worries Only me. Bangers. Here's the thing that worries me about Spain is uh, Simon, the goalkeeper. I do not like Simon as the goalkeeper. They don't get Oblak. And Brazil is not good at don't play for Spain. Simon is not good with his feet, bro. He misses too many passes. And I kind of... I rather have Where does Simon play? Atletico Biba. What happened to uh, the hair? They, they didn't play. call him. They didn't call him up. All right, Pete. Who's the second goalkeeper? I don't even know. Some guy, no some guy that plays for La Liga. That's all I know. All the goalkeepers play for La Liga. Except the uh, Costa, that pitcher Brighton. Here's what I'm going to say, bro. Brazil has a whole solid squad, and even their bench is better than some starting 11s for most of the teams in the World Cup. Mm. So I think Brazil's depth can pull them through, and Spain's, like, they have one true attacker. They have Ferran Torres as their right wing, and that's their one true attacker. Actually, they no, have Danny Olmo. Ferran Torres is a striker. He's a striker, bro. Who? Ferran Torres. Yeah. No, it wasn't. They oh, started, he's a winger striker. They started a since he was today. Today, but um, as against Costa Rica, they played him as a striker. Okay, but I don't think I don't think Spain's got the attack. I got Spain going through. Defense. I got Spain going through because right. bro, they just pass the ball so well, yeah. bro. Yeah, Sometimes okay. not even just about the attack, but the way you move okay. with the ball to get to. I don't point know. Eight bro. Brazil's I have, a I have, different type of talent. Brazil's one of the world trap, bro. I mean, that's just me. So who you got, Spain or Costa, uh, Spain or Brazil? Damn, bro. Deciding factor. Y'all want to flip a coin? I'll say Brazil. Okay, hold flip on. a coin, flip a coin. Yeah, I got Spain. Hey Siri. Right. <laughs> Spain is on top. Spain so, heads so Spain and then heads. Uh, Brazil tails. Siri, heads or tails? Oh. Tails. Brazil. 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 Right. Fair enough. <laughs> so next we got Ecuador, France. France. We France, see, we bro. We can see an upset here, boys. Come bro, on, I want to see an upset, but... Don't tell me that, bro. Imagine, imagine Ecuador through to the France is too fire, though, bro. France, bro. France is too fire. France. Bro, if anything, they're playing better without content, Pogba. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Loki. Yeah. All right, so we got France going through. I would love to see Ecuador go through, but we got France. All right, Croatia, Portugal. Portugal. Oh, shit. I honestly, I see Portugal. I I want Croatia to win because I I would love to see a, a rematch of the final, bro. Croatia and France in the semifinals, bro. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. That'd be, That'd be nuts. But we got. I want to see. Portugal. But realistically, I'll say Portugal. I'll say Portugal too. Portugal. Cool. So we got Argentina, Brazil in the semifinal. 
I got Argentina. I got Argentina. I got Brazil. Look. Brazil, here, here's, uh, here's the thing. Look, in my defense, the reason why I say Argentina over Brazil is conditioning-wise. Bro, they have not impressed Fitness. in the group stage, though. They bro. haven't, bro, but the thing is that once knockout stage hits, bro, it, I mean, you got overtime, bro. Brazil has won both of their games by a very fine margin. Okay. They've only played so, one. I thought they played two. No, they no, played, one. played one. Okay, sorry. My bad. It's but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, Argentina, they've lacked a lot in the group stage. Uh, and yeah. Brazil is that team. Like, I mean, they played against favorites. Serbia, though. I mean, like, yeah. no offense to Serbia, fans, but you got to look how how they play. They played. They played like. Yeah, no, it's they dominated. Like, it's yeah, like no. it's Serbia didn't have a it's chance. It's different, bro. I say Brazil. Boys. All right, I'm so sorry. it's tied. All right. So All right. Argentina heads. Uh, Brazil tells. Come on, Siri. Siri Speaking heads of heads. Tells. <laughs> heads. Argentina. Oh, okay. Siri knows best, bro. Siri's you know. a messy fan. Ain't bought right. online. We got France versus Portugal. I'm gonna say Portugal. Bro, I want to say Portugal so oh, bad. Yeah, you're right, bro. France, I want to see France, bro. France, bro. I think it's France. <laughs> bro, I would like love and to see Portugal. Uh, that would be so cool, bro. You can't bro. stop bro, the bro, man. Bro, bro, imagine an Argentina Portugal final, bro. Of course, I would yeah. love to bro, see that. Bro, you ain't imagine. Bro, just imagine, bro. Mbappe and and Messi, bro. Both, both, both number tens, bro. That's a new up and coming number ten, and then we got Messi. Here's the thing, though, bro. You back in the, I think it was quarterfinals in the last World Cup. It was four three. Was it the quarterfinals? It was round of sixteen. Round of sixteen. It was four three, and that Argentina squad was not nearly as good as this Argentina squad. Mm -hmm. And the France squad, they're still good, but they haven't. Increase the you yeah, know the talent yeah. as much from the last World Cup, so I think it might be you know overtime and then Argentina might take it or France might take it. I don't know. It's, right, it so we're talking about France and Portugal right now, though, boys. So I got France going through, oh, bro. I got France. Y'all talking about Messi, bro? I'm thinking it's yeah. France versus Argentina. It's, it's ahead of yourselves in the final. It's, right. it's France. Yeah, Argentina, it's France. France in the final. France. Argentina, France, and you guys are saying Argentina over France? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Mbappe is a different breed, bro. Mbappe's right on the is, form bro. is a yeah, is yeah, bro. Light. So here's that the sucks. thing: Mbappe's right. the most important yeah. player. Wait, y'all, y'all said Argentina right over France? Yeah, I say Argentina. I say France. France. Come on, guys. I say Argentina over France. Let's keep it a buck here. Come on, uh. you got you got France, bro. Their squad, Damn, do Syria again. Their squad oh. is fire, bro. Giroud, okay. he's he's didn't he surpass the uh, Thierry yeah. Henry? He tied, but he's about to. He's about to surpass. Here's the thing with Giroud, bro. Giroud is a great number nine, bro. But the thing is that he can't create his own chances. Yeah, he's just gonna poach. He's a poacher. He's just gonna wait. That's fine. You got Dembele. You got Griezmann. But here's but here's but here's the thing, bro. I think I think what we're not seeing here is is that Argentina's squad is healthy, but the thing with France is they're very injury prone. Drew, Dembele, Mbappe every now and then. Then who's their who's their midfield? They have, oh, they have oh. two in the midfield. I don't think Dembele. Dembele is playing at the top of the He's top of the field right bro, now. Right but the thing with him, bro, he plays good and out of nowhere, injury. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think. I think I France midfield think is better than Argentina's. Argentina's got DePaul. And oh yeah, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Did you guys see how bad DePaul played versus Mexico? Yeah, bro? he played bad. He played uh, horrible. horrible. Game, but here's bro. here's the here's the difference, bro. Is that that's another thing. Argentina wasn't convincing against Mexico either, and Mexico is not a strong team. They only beat them two zero. But the thing is that that game, bro, it, it was just gonna come down to just aggression. That game was just yeah, aggression. Messi, Messi had to put here's, that here's team. Here's the thing, bro. You have you have two, not two, but you have one South American team and one North American team. Those teams, bro, have history against each other, and they're gonna go at it. And here's the thing with France: France is not as physical as Argentina. Argentina is gonna f- be very, very physical, 
And then I, I, I think just, France is better quality wise over the whole picks right. though. Yeah. We'll do Argentina. We're going with Syria again. Syria. All right. Syria. Ask, I just ask Syria. Who's winning the World Cup? Who's winning the World Cup? Argentina heads. Uh, France tails. Syria heads or tails. Heads. Argentina. Messi holding the World And the dream comes true, bro. I don't think. You know this is all hypothetical, right? Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> imagine though. Imagine. Bro, half the world wants Argentina in the world. Argentina, They're not even from Argentina. I think Argentina going out in the uh, the group yeah. stage, but I mean, hey. Are we in the final right now? We already yeah, did that's, it. that's the final. Oh, that's the final. It's the final. Oh, France versus Argentina. Yeah. I think it's France. Yo, there was there was a theory that the reason they posted the you seen the the, the post with Cristiano and Messi. Yeah. The reason they posted that is there's a theory that they're setting them up to place them in the final because the case yeah. that the chessboard was on, that's the case that the World Cup World trophy Cup comes in. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be crazy. So there's a theory going on that, but I don't know. Bro, that, if Argentina and Portugal would have happened, bro, that's going to be the most viewed anything in and history, then bro. that might be why then qatar it. would make their money back that's that might be why money because <laughs> you know how much they spent on the on the world cup 120 billion dollars more bro. than any world cup in history bro, like the highest before that was like maybe 17 13 it was, it was 15 yeah. from brazil and 15 when yeah. they did that their whole country went like, that, you yeah. know it's crazy when they when they, when it's here in the united states that united states is not going to have to put that much money in yeah, or we're hosting not, with Canada yeah, and because the, and Canada. The, thing, the reason why is that we have transportation. Transportation. We have already. We have everything here. Yeah, Qatar had to build it from scratch. Yeah, but I, after this war, after uh, the one, after the World Cup comes here, where I want to see this Tokyo. Really? Tokyo? That would be bro. Imagine, bro. Is Tokyo big? Because Tokyo is in Japan. Japan. Yeah. Japan's Japan. not as big. But bro, just the futuristic, bro. Yeah, the, the, it's, 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 it's cool gonna study. it's gonna be a a great uh, World Cup. I feel like. somewhere where it's not hot, so we don't have to do it in the winter, bro. Brazil, Brazil was the best aesthetic I feel like for any World Cup. Oh yeah, yeah. Best you got the beach. Yeah. You got the yeah. the beaties. You know. All right, so <laughs> to I guess end this podcast because we're about to hit almost an hour and 30. 30. I didn't realize that how long this podcast was going through. It was like 30 minutes country kings and For then an hour yeah. woke up. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. As of right now, country kings is mostly focused on high school soccer, yeah. which is great, man. It's going good. I mean, shoot, from a year. Last year ago, you had two to 300 followers and you were inviting high schools to play at Cinco. For free. For free, which is Awesome. We loved that. Great we group. loved yeah. it. And that the, I, we loved it because I felt like we brought brought high school like, teammates closer. Sure. Hey, yo, let's go play Cinco. All right, cool. Friendly little competition. Cool. Here's one thing. Do you ever see Gancha Kings going towards a college? A college page. College page. Yeah. So the vision for Gancha Kings is that, speaking of the high schools themselves, one day they will be college kids. One day they will be adults. Then you got the youth, the kids that want to be part of Cinco High Concha Kings so overall Concha Kings is for all ages mm-hmm. for from youth to all the way to when you're adult because we're just growing yeah but as y'all you're as y'all are growing we're growing together yeah exactly That's yeah I was uh I was saying the other day that it was kind of good that it went from Cinco High to Concha Kings because now it's just now it's more than high school it's yeah. evolution you can, yeah we can get to the college kids we can get into semi-pros, we can get into pros, we can get yeah. to anything because it's Concha Kings, you know? Yeah, and by the time of the World Cup 2026, we're going to have some pros wearing some Concha Kings merch. That'll be cool. I have faith on it. Imagine. I would love Manifestation, bro. It's crazy. Just like this shirt that you just gave him, bro. Jack Harlow. Oh, hold up, hold up. Let me. Oh, pull it out, yeah. Bro, appreciate Chavo for the shirt, for the for the gift. Here. Hold up. You got it. 
Actually, Bob. I haven't seen it yet. Shout out to Jack Harlow, bro. I switched it over real quick. So the concert king. Bro, what you guys think of the new logo? Bro, I love it, I love it bro. It's classic, I, I think bro. I love it's, it. a, uh, it's a it's an upgrade from uh, Cinco High. Really? Cinco High, Cinco High is oh, who was Cinco High one? It was the it was like a Cinco soccer, but yeah. we just changed the banner. Yeah, but this one, bro, I love it. Like the the the, the crown, the soccer, it's, it's professional. It looks, looks much more professional, and then like I said, Cancha Kings, the name fits so well. I feel like the Next. page the page is gonna get to a point where you're gonna have to start hiring people, bro, because it's gonna be so big. Yeah. You have to hire. Oh, here's the thing, though, bro. <laughs> Child tried that and like and we're not gonna say any names but there was some like high school girls that tried to like it was good for like the connect because they knew people they knew how like how to talk to people but sometimes the kids they, they don't want to work bro so yeah. it's like it's hard and then they want the money so yeah. it's like maybe adults bro and, and they know who we're talking about they yeah hear this i podcast. mean if they, if they see this but you know, with some respect, much love but with some, do your job bro come on <laughs> with all respect i have been keeping up with them recently and like that's a part of growth. I mean, we're new. We're only a year yeah. old. And like, some of that was like their first job. Yeah. I know yeah, as yeah. we grow, they'll grow and they'll be more passionate, more professional, mature mm -hmm. to what they're doing. So, I mean, I have faith that they'll still keep up doing good work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Later in life, when there's like seniors and stuff, yeah. they'll be much more mature Years, and we could yeah. uh, hire yeah. them again. The vision that you guys had a year ago, coming to where you are now, is nuts, bro. Do you know like how like how long exactly it was? Was it like a year and a couple of months or two years? Yeah, so bro, we we Cinco High kicked off December first after like a actually no, it was during Thanksgiving break because yeah. the kids came and they um they called out Tampa Catholic yeah. about like and that's when like don't bark if you can't bite. Twenty twenty one. Oh, huh. Twenty twenty one. No, I saw no, last year. Wait, but when did you yeah, make 2021. the when did you make the page though? That was the when I make the page. So I made the page throughout. Bro, I got COVID. It was around Super Bowl weekend. I yeah. made the page, but I, I was I made it just to like, just fun. to make it. You're for yeah. fun. Yeah. Because oh, I, I remember now. Because Tampa Catholic, our boys Marcelo, Aiden, and Esty, they played on our Cinco team, Cosmos, yeah. at the time, and they were going all the way to state. They won states. Yeah. So we made that page to like hype them up and like. Just overall, like, give them the clout they deserve. Because, bro, awesome. they balled that year, yeah. bro. They Not only they balled for high school, but, bro, like, when they went to Cinco, bro, and Hayden Morgan, bro, like, when all, all they came to Cinco, they, like, bro, their jits running the field, bro. Class players, bro. Class so, players. it was more for them. And then, I guess, like, because uh, I started the page when, like, high school season wasn't even going around. And also, um, when I started it, the owner, Keith Rados of Cinco Soccer, he was having, like, his 50th anniversary thing. Yeah. Um, and like I did something special for him so I never thought it would go this far to where it is now yeah. but now it's just a year old it's a year old fruit no I remember um, getting a, I remember getting a follow from y'all and I was like bro who, what page is this like I don't know this I didn't follow them back so I'm like what is this Dang. and then yeah to I, Hollywood no it's not that it's like I, I, I don't follow people back that I don't know or like, yeah. it's just like I was like oh I'll just uh, whatever and then um, as soon as high school season started, Layton mentioned it, and I'm yeah. like, single high. I'm like, okay. It was a conversation. It's been a conversation with my college team weekly. Like, let's try to sit through. Like, yeah. And you can see UT kids coming out now, which is crazy. I never thought that, like, we would have that level of competition at Cinco to where, like, college-level athletes would be coming out and competing at Concha. Yeah, shout-out to Luigi, bro. He goes to UT, and uh, he'd be popping out there every now yeah. and then. yeah. That'd be crazy if it called this tournament for Cinco. Bro, I keep telling him, bro. I keep telling him. He's like, in all due time, bro. In it's all in the due works. Time. It's in the works. Yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? Fuck. I forgot. I forgot. 
Nice. Dang. College tournament. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is that it wouldn't be smart to do it right now because he, like, the main people that follow single, I mean, Contra Kings is high schoolers. Yeah. But you got to think they're about to be in college. So in the next three years, exactly. Yeah, that's where the team comes in. Yeah. That's when, 19, that's when you can start the college tournaments yeah, and, you can, yeah. and like he he did a, a great deal with florida premier so like we could do a big big field now yeah. it can yeah. be like that 11 aside kind of no, it's it's years down the road but like that's in the future central house team 11 aside 11 yeah. aside bro oh Lately with your girl at the nine. Yeah, bro. Lately with your girl. You know how far that'd be, bro. Started like eleven a.m. We don't get done till like eleven p.m. That'd be nuts, bro. And that's another reason why we um changing the name also because Cinco is five. Now Concha, bro. Concha means a court, a field, a court. So like, bro, the vision is to get to that eleven v eleven tournament. Um. Style and we will get there. One thing that I've seen thing. with uh, Timothy Mabins Jr. and all these productions, Cole Productions. Yeah, like, shout out to Timothy. Yeah, shout I out Timothy. Like, I feel like since they're documenting it, it's just adding to the hype yeah. that we've got yeah. in the community for soccer, bro. And so, like, we've partnered with those guys a couple of times, and they are always out at Cinco helping us out. Great but jobs. It's great, bro. It's it's all good for the community, bro. Yeah. It's it's just positive, like whether. Whether it be some bands are here and there between high schools, it's all positive for the community and for the growth of the sport. So. You know what I like, bro? I like the most DJ Diggs, bro. Shout out to DJ Diggs, DJ bro. Diggs. That boy gets us lit every tournament, bro. He brings his own setup. Hey, yeah. if y'all need a DJ, hit up DJ Diggs. Yeah. And overall, like what Cinco High started to Contra Kings is that we have, it's for the youth and we have the youth working it and growing it. Yeah. So it makes it all fun Especially overall. Especially the high school pages, bro. I feel like. Yeah. What's it called? When we made the high school page, I didn't think much of it, but like I said, bro, it just brings so much hype yeah. to it. Um, that's how. That's how. That just testifies how big yeah. this has gotten for all of us and for through yeah. Cinco, through your page, you know? bro. It's the high schoolers yeah. are starting their own pages for high school teams. Yeah, you, you would never see that a couple of years ago, and, and now every single team has got a high school. Nah, team. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago too, like oh the Riverview boys. I'm like, I told them like. I told him at nine in the morning, I'm like, yo, guys, make your page. Bro, 11 a.m., they already started following me. Like, yo, shout us out. It's, it's So, yeah, bro, it's amazing. And it, it's it's fun, bro. It's, it's what brings the culture and the soccer community yeah. together. Yeah, so, it's about getting the word around, bro. Because yeah, yeah. I remember when I was growing up, like, you wouldn't really get seen, bro. Exactly. Like, and now this is a platform where kids from high school can get seen from, like, yeah. bigger players and yeah, big, big, big who was the, players. Who was the player so. that went to Cinco and improved this game and, went and won, like, Gatorade Player of the Year? I remember that Santi. happening. Was it him? I don't know if it was directly because of Cinco. He was already a baller, but he has been to Cinco. But he did shout out Cinco High. Cinco, right? Yeah, he did shout out Cinco High. Yeah. Um, players overall that I like to call out that I've seen them to be product of Cinco. We already said Gio Dennis. Hayden Morgan. We haven't really we haven't really talked about Hayden Morgan. Hayden Morgan actually helped me grow mm-hmm. Cinco High Contra Kings. And bro, from seeing that kid, like he was already good before he came, but like bro, he just became more confident because you're playing with adults. Mm-hmm. So Hayden Morgan for sure, Marcelo. <laughs> bro, I remember when I met Hayden, uh Chao picked me up because he was like, Hey, my cousin, she's having a quinceanera. They need a dancer. You want to hop in? <laughs> I was like, all right, but I pulled. They pulled to the place, and then Hayden Morgan's just tall guy with a fro, bro. And he was like, "What's up?" I was like, "What's up, dog?" And then I tried to see him like dance, and then I, and then right after we went to go play Cinco, and he was a baller, bro. Oh wait, is that the guy up. that went to uh, NC? UNC, okay. yeah, UNC, yeah, full ride. Oh, bro, 
he's a baller. He's yeah. I've seen him just I've seen him like two times play, but from when I seen him, I was like, yeah, this kid's amazing. He's leaving today, bro. Yeah. He's leaving today. My cousin, uh, my cousin Lewis plays for Armwood, and he would try to make him play. play. Yeah, <laughs> they tried so hard, but he was like, no, bro, I can't. I gotta. I gotta that's. I think that's smart, bro. I don't think. I mean, although the height, like at that level, Kings, at that level, it's yeah. not worth playing. Yeah, bro. I don't think like if you really want to go pro, I don't think you should be playing high school. Yeah. But if hey, like hey, if you do hey, play hey. high school, do your thing. I we support it. We love high school soccer. If you're yeah. already at the level. To not play high school soccer, don't play high school soccer. If you're trying to go pro and you're at the high school level and you don't have that connection to go pro, play high school soccer, please. Fair enough. Do yeah. what you got to do to each his own. Where you get seen too, you know? Yeah. yeah. Here's the last thing I want to say. Uh, ask. Do y'all have a YouTube channel by any chance? No, you yeah. start one, bro. Would be big, bro. Would, that's, that's one thing I was going to get into. Um, so, of course... Uh, what I've gotten into is the doing reels for the yeah. for the for the Shelby yeah. Crest, which is cool and everything. But I want to start doing shorts for them too, yeah. on YouTube. Make them a YouTube page, which would be pretty cool. But just imagine Conscient Kings just has some random shorts oh, go sure. viral too, bro. A hundred percent, I agree. And that's what I was saying earlier in the podcast. Like blogs, it, like blogs, yeah, yeah, blogs, it's, games. That that's crazy. it's um what I mentioned earlier about the TV production at Blake High School. Taking um to coach Blake High School overall and all high school soccer in general to create like a series out of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll go yeah. through YouTube. Oh, that'd be crazy! So we'll have a TV series of Blake High School soccer yeah. and like it's funny like because like Blake High School is not known for soccer, yeah. but the TV production and what we can pull off from a good script could be an, it could be like an all or nothing series. Like exactly crazy. No, that's a great ass idea. So yeah, we're working. Oh, that's yeah. in the works too. So I like that, I like that. I'd like to see that in the future from you guys. 100%. Um, and for all the kids still playing high school soccer, keep up the hype, keep talking that smack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep if, remember, it hyped, keep it keep don't bark hype. if you can't bite. Yeah. It's, you're going to miss this one day, so just yeah. enjoy it to the last extent that you can. Yeah, that's facts. But, uh, Man, I really wish we had this when, uh, when we were in high school, bro. Mm. But someone had to do it, I guess. Yeah. All glory to God. All For glory real. to God. Hey, but um, I guess I just want to thank my co-host Layton. I want to thank Chavo. I want to thank Julian, man. Thank you for having keep, us. Yeah, bro. Yeah, thanks, I mean, bro. Keep up the work with Gancha Kings, bro. I appreciate the shirt, and I guess this is a uh, demo talks, and I'll see you the next episode, man. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you all. Yes, yes sir. Man. Appreciate the hospitality.